All right, welcome back. Welcome in. This is LOTL, and this is episode 122. And on tonight's episode, we start off with the catch-up with Jimmy, and uh, we talk about a few topics that uh, maybe we missed uh, over the weekend and throughout the early part of this week. After that, we get into our new segment that Jordan started last week, talking about bird watching. This week, it's Ryan's turn, and he talks about his uh, hobbies, including hiking and camping. I don't know if those are really hobbies, but... Um, we, uh, we talk about that for a good amount of time. We uh, transition into the time hop where we look at last year's episode from this week. And uh, we're talking about the Feast of the Assumption, Cleveland Oktoberfest, two of the biggest festivals in the city. And uh, we uh, are sad that we can't go to those this year. Transition into our sports talk. We're talking about the, the Indians, uh, the f- continuing fallout from Zach Polisak and Mike Clevenger. Uh, as well as uh, the Indians currently playing uh, in Pittsburgh. Yes, I didn't play the sound effect. Rejoice. Uh, The NFL, we're talking about the Browns, the Building the Browns episode where we talk about the Browns going to extreme lengths to uh, stem the coronavirus outbreak uh, and be able to play a season. Uh, We uh, crown Stipe Miocic the greatest heavyweight mixed martial artist of all time after his win over Daniel Cormier at UFC 252. And uh, we talk about what, what's next. Uh, will he fight Nganu? Will he fight John Jones? Will those two fight to be able to fight Stipe? Who knows, but we'll, I'm sure we'll find out soon. Uh, myself and Jordan get into a little bit about the NBA bubble and uh, the quality of play with the NBA and who we think is going to win. The guys go around the table and give their finals predictions. And uh, we... Um, they have a nice uh, laugh at my expense on my uh, my prediction. You'll have to listen to find out. And then we end the episode with shout-outs. But before all that, let's get everything started with the Beer of the Week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Episode, I want to say it's one, one. 22. Episode one. Episode one. Living off the land. One twenty-two. Correct. Math yes. is hard. <laughs> so, beer of the week time, boys. And boy, did I live up to the hype. Who are you? Huh? Yeah. Who is? Who's who talking you? right now? Oh, hi guys. This is Jimmy Pisarchik, your audio producer, man behind the glass, whatever you call it. Co-host. Beer of the week is from Masthead Brewing Company, Ooh. titled Haunted Hayride Pumpkin Ale. Ooh. Although it is August, that's, that's not <laughs> not quite spooky season, but it's a fall night. Feels like fall night. Cool, sixty-five-ish maybe. 
Jordan's wearing somewhat of orange, not really, more red. Houston it's Rockets. Not orange at all. But <laughs> yeah, tints of orange. If you mix the colors, they make orange. If you were to mix those two colors, yeah, maybe, yes. Let's dye See em. where I was going? Let's dye them. We'll yeah. come back. Yeah. I haven't had a sip Bleach of this that shirt. Yeah. I've been talking about this for a minute and 21 seconds. I've not tried one sip, so hold on. You haven't yeah. said what it is, Ooh. have you? Yeah. Oh, I thought, you just said, I? I thought you just said it was from Masthead. No, I said Haunted Hayride Pumpkin Haunted Ale. Hayride. We've been talking about Haunted Hayrides for a while now. so Dude, we, <sighs> dude, we, we talked about this last year like for weeks leading up to uh, Halloween. We should do a Haunted Hayride. Or or not even Haunted. I... Not, not even Haunted, just a Hayride. I agree. Just like, and and you know what? I, I, we should record a podcast while doing the Hayride. It would be something. That would totally work. That's without any pro- Yeah, it's, it's... It would work. Would it be like a segment it's or just, the no, whole show? Get, like literally us riding on the with the with our mic. We would have to hold our mics, but how well how long would the hayride last? Oh, I don't know. Oh. I have to bring my laptop. Let's talk about it. My, we could do it. Might be yeah. poor quality and sound. I'm but getting I'm getting who cares? good content. Yeah. I like the idea. <laughs> we'll think about it. So back but to anyways, yes, back we'll to the beer. It. Phenomenal. I'm blown away. Phenomenal. I'll have Phenomenal. to try Spooky Phenomenal. Tooth again just to remember what it tastes oh. like, but this is damn good. So let's go around the room. Would it be characterized as crispy? Oh, before we do this, should we always, uh, you have to read the huge oh, description. Oh, yeah. This one's like really long, Ooh. so <laughs> have fun. <laughs> All right. Can I do an Australian eye? All right. Fall on the North Coast is the most nostalgic of the four seasons. As the days get shorter, the nights get cooler, and the leaves start to change. We'll take it back to times telling ghost stories by a campfire. Uh, Trick-or-treating and hayrides at a pumpkin patch. These are often some of our best memories with family and friends. While we hope you're not doing any trick-or-treating of your own these days, we hope that you enjoy this beer with those closest to you as you take the next generation out to earn their weight in candy. Haunted Hayride is an amber ale brewed with pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, and ginger. I love how he went from Australian yeah. accent to regular accent, back to Australian accent. <laughs> Nothing like it's those Australian real. fall nights, baby. It's like you, you were doing the Australian accent, and then you got like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then Nothing better down you, under. You like got back into it, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And then you're like, and ginger. And ginger. Do you take your family and your Land Rover? <laughs> All right. My Land Rover, and then we go, right. to, the, we go to the Bobby. <laughs> See wow. a couple dingo if we, babies. If we have any, if we have any Australian <laughs> any Australian fans, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, Botched cut it. this part out!" All right, uh, what, what we all want to know, Jimmy, is uh, the can art. Oh, of course, from our resident graphic arts marketing d- designing uh, degenerate. Person. Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> alcoholic bomb bomb. Um, well, the first thing that caught my eye was the pumpkin. So yeah. that's. Top notch. It's a very classic looking pumpkin. Very classic very looking classic. pumpkin. Very um, vintage, mm-hmm. as I should say. Oh, is it spooky? Uh, huh? You know what? No. I think the topography of it, the Haunted Hayride Pumpkin Ale, that looks like the Haunted Mansion or something. I don't know. Perfect text. They've got it right. Like yeah. the leaves showing as well. Brown and orange. I mean, how can you go wrong with the colors? That's brown, right? Or is it black? That's black. That's black. I'm so colorblind, but you know. It's close enough. I what think they the, did a good what job. What was the... Uh, uh, you weren't here. What was the thing that uh, you guys, you, oh and yeah, somebody thought was black. It was black, but we thought it was. Oh, it was the thing. It was, it was the thing on the can. Yeah, yeah. We thought Hannah and I thought it was. We no, thought it we was thought it was black. Blue. No, 
No, you thought it was black. No, it was. I didn't remember. Yeah, we were was, wrong. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I, know, I know that part. I was wrong about that one. Yeah. All right. But so if I had to rank it out of ten, I know I gave a rookie score last week. Um, that you did. Seven point eight. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Here we go. That's still right. strong. That's still strong. I I tell you what. Masthead is probably my favorite brewery in the Cleveland area. This is not necessarily my style of beer, but it's well done and I appreciate it. Um, I like, uh, I just want fall season to be here now. Like this mm. is like the kind of night that we have right now. Spooky like, season. Like, mid, mid, mid 60s. Yeah. It's cool, but not, you know, uncomfortable, especially after a bunch of like obscenely hot weeks that we had there in a row. Uh, I, this beer just makes me want like, like cookouts by a bonfire. Yep. And hoodies. Just, yeah, hoodies and, oh, yeah. and flannels. Um, Pumpkin this, this is this is awesome. So Pumpkin I, beers. I would not go out of my way often for uh, an amber ale, but if I were doing it, this is where I'm going. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll just get this out of the way. Uh, Spooky Tooth is still better. hundred um, percent. This is very good, um, but there's nothing in the fall like a Spooky Tooth. I know Ryan's going to disagree because he hates fat heads. Well, no, I just never had spooky tooth. I've just, I've just never had We're going to grind his gears. I know. I, know. I think I said one time it was overrated, and that turned yeah. into I hate yeah. fat head. Yeah. Because like, we, I brought fat head to one night. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> yeah, well, that just happens to be my favorite right. Cleveland brewery, Ryan. Well, so you can understand hell, why I take offense. <laughs> yeah. It is very good, though. I agree with Jimmy. Everything on the uh, can art is very well done. Um, I do like the beers, and most of them do this, but I do like the beers that have the little blurb on the back of the can uh, showing their creative prowess in describing the beer. Um, That's yeah. a good write-up. Yeah. yeah, very good. 7.3%. So, and we're, these are tall boys that we're drinking, so uh, if we were to drink... That'll do. Yeah, if we were to drink another one of these... Um, well, you'd be, you'd, you'd be drunk. Mm-hmm. But I think it's lovely. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh seven point four. Whoa, that's fair. Um, I I like it a lot. I love. I'm a big pumpkin beer guy. I'm a big uh, Oktoberfest guy. Fall beers in general. Um, so th- these are. I know they're. I feel like you either love or hate them in the craft beer community. I'm per- a person who definitely loves them. Uh, I don't really get into other pumpkiny things other than like pumpkin pie, but right. pumpkin beer, absolutely. That being said, Spooky Tooth for me, I, I don't know if I'll ever have something that's better than Spooky Tooth as far as a pumpkin ale goes. I've also had some beers from Michigan that are pretty close as far as like just wow, like it's just such a unique burst of flavors. Uh, this is very, this is very good. Um, I, it's, it's got a little bit of an aftertaste i'm not so sure but like if i was eating food i think it would be perfect kind of a thing uh this is not a beer i would like want to drink on an empty stomach or or you know party with i guess right. it's a, it's a it's a lot it's good though uh if i had to rate it i probably i'd probably give it seven out of ten that might not sound like rookie I'm, score that might not sound like i'm being very nice to it that's not it at all it's, what is, it's, so it's a great beer is but. a rookie score just if you don't have a number just about. Oh, <laughs> why? I didn't realize that was. Is that? Is that? Because I've heard the, the we're opposite. Going, we're going off the. We're going off the. Uh, the, uh, pizza, the pizza. The pizza, scale, scale, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. my god, Dave Portnoy's yeah. mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's a multimillionaire. <laughs> yeah. so, he's worth two hundred million dollars. Yeah, Wait, that's how much he's. Oh my god. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's he's like, loaded. And that's probably like oh my goodness. underselling him. I didn't realize he was that rich. Okay. Well, anyways. Um, Dude, I, would, right. I, would, I mean, that's not the measure of a man, but. No, right. Yeah. I would say 7 I'll out of 10. he knows what he's doing as far as business goes. Well, so what, yeah, maybe one measure. <laughs> just one important yeah. measure. I would say, seven, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wow. stick with 7 out of 10. It's a great beer. I, I want to try it again. I can't say that I would Definitely hit the frequently want to buy this, yeah. but I would absolutely buy it again for like a party even, yeah, to start the night yeah. off with something strong. I mean, it is, it's, it's a good beer. I would, I would buy it again. I can't say it, it'd be something I'd buy all the time, though. Yeah, good good choice though. Perfect choice, especially with the way the night went. Imagine if it was like eighty five and humid oh, right now. That'd be, be like, so weird. This would be like drinking soup. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So yeah. there you go. Knocked it out of the park. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey. Good job, Jimmy. Um, Thanks, boys. Yeah, if you want to keep it going, you can uh get us all caught up with the catch up. Oh, should here. I catch you up? Yeah, catch us up. What's going on? All right, let's get right into it. Because this is gonna be a long episode. I can already feel it. Yeah, let's all right. do it. <laughs> yeah, we got rapid fire. Here we go. Did you boys know Ohio high school football is cleared to start? Saw that. Yeah, there have been a lot of um, there have been a lot of back and forth about whether that was going to happen or not, and then they were talking about how they were going to shorten the season or whether they're going to let people in to games to watch. I guess they're allowing like immediate family to come watch the kids, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's you know it's kind of branching off here a little bit, but it, it's. It's going off of what we talked about last week. You know, the NFL obviously is going to be full steam ahead. They're a $6 billion operation, so they're not going to not play. Um, high school football is going to play in Ohio, but Ohio State, for whatever reason, is not going to play. It's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. Um, you know, hopefully there's not any sort of outbreak and they can. Um, play because you know it would be incredibly sad if especially for the seniors if they weren't able to have their senior season because for nine you know 98 percent of those kids that's the last time they're ever going to play organized football again is will be this year these seniors yeah that's that's probably the biggest bummer especially since other uh, conferences will probably be playing so yeah hopefully that hopefully that changes but i don't i don't know i was talking about the high school kids oh sorry I was refer- I, yeah. Well, yeah, for I some mean, reason I just assumed you were referring still, to. I mean, the same thing stands up in yeah. college. I mean, yeah. and I tell you what, though, yeah. at the end of the day, I, I feel like there's so many rumors circulating about the Big Ten. I, I wouldn't rule them out just yeah. yet either. There's yeah. there's too much money and too many people True. are yeah. pissed at uh, the Big Ten right now. Um, I, I I would say hold your. I, I would pause on that. You know, I, yeah. I, I think yeah. We're, we're, we're especially with you know Justin Fields taking such a public stand with yeah. the petition. I mean, that petitions. That thing is blown up. A few hundred thousand signatures, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, over over two hundred thousand last I saw, and I'm sure that it's only grown since then. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, Ohio. Everyone likes to talk about you know like football states are down in the south, Texas and Florida and all that. I mean, Ohio's a big time like yeah, this oh, area, oh, especially high, yeah. high school football. It's state. yeah, top a three, lot, top three to five probably. A ton of talent comes out of this state, so not only you know a bunch of these kids that. You know, might not ever play organized football again. You know, of course, they're impacted, but there's also a ton of implications for future, you know, collegiate recruiting. A lot of scholarship dollars that may or yeah. may not be awarded. You know, some kids go to school on athletic scholarships. I, I have otherwise. a I have a fear that there's going to be a lot of high school talent that's going to get lost. Oh yeah, I mean, because, it happened. Even my my cousin's kid had yeah. her last year. She was a senior, and she right. had her swim season interrupted, and you know, she was 
you know, good, good, good but not elite. You know, not going to be swimming collegiately. Right. But I mean, she was had a had a shot to you know make something of herself at yeah. the end of but, the season. It's just a shame because you got to think of it like there's going to be some kids who are on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Like they could make a college or they could not. They sure. just need that chance. And they're, if they're not even going to barely get that chance, like they might just be convinced by their parents or peers, yeah. just be like, "Hey, just just get into college and move on." And which is obviously fine, but that's a bummer if they had the potential. How many times have we seen or heard of these high school recruits that weren't highly regarded at first, but you know, then oh, they sure. just blow oh, up in college. And, and then you also think of guys, uh, guys like Joe Burrow, who you know, what would have happened to him if he didn't get to play his season yeah. last year? Yeah, oh my God. I mean, he went from like a fourth, fifth round pick, uh, looking like a you know possible career backup in the NFL, to the number one pick in the draft, and mm-hmm. you know, a he signed a contract for thirty eight million dollars. So, yeah. I mean, it's I I, f- I feel like I feel for the kids who have no chance of playing professionally. Like I'm talking for college kids, yeah, who are seniors have no chance of playing uh, professionally. And this is literally, like, we talk about high school, like, seniors, like, this would probably be the last time they play. But if you're lucky enough to get into college and play, for 98% of those kids, that literally is the last time that you will play mm-hmm. organized football. Probably organized sports. But Yeah, no, you're right. That's a huge So, problem. So, I, I like, like, for the Justin Fields, for the Trevor Lawrences, I don't really feel bad for them. They're going to be first-round picks. They're going yeah. to the NFL, whatever, next year, whatever. So, I don't, like... Yeah, it sucks. I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad for the kids who have worked their ass off the last four years and are going to lose their senior season. Mm-hmm. So big time bummer. So let's move on to something that I know we I know we kind of morphed that into our college football talk, but <laughs> yeah, that's the way we do it. I'm happy. I'm happy that they're at least going to try and play high school football. For sure. Something not so sad. Uh, Cuyahoga County misses the list for top 10 worst counties for COVID-19 this week. Nice. Hey. Which is surprising uh, that the top 10 is mostly rural counties somehow. Hmm. Yeah. But Cuyahoga is not in the top 10. It is, it's, it's interesting how, you know, this virus originally, when it hit, it hit, obviously it hit the more populated areas of the country. Right. You know, like New York um, and then Seattle. L.A., Seattle. Um, and we just, I, I think we just assumed that the rural areas were probably just going to be missed. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, people in rural counties, like, if, you know, if you drive through those cities, like it's, it's naturally socially distanced. Like there's a house and then you go 500 feet. There's another house. Like, like we're at, we're at my new house in, in Parma Heights and we're, where we're sitting right now, we're like 15 feet from my, from the next one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, maybe it's, it's maybe it's like just slowly spreading, and little by little, it's kind of caught up. I don't know, because I mean, people in rural areas do have social events. They just right not as much. And you know, everybody's got to go to the store. Everybody's yeah. got to you know, but, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. But that's that's cool to hear. Yeah, it, the it's it's finally started to backtrack a little bit as far as cases reported each day mm-hmm. and everything like i know slowly starting to go down i know for a few weeks there when it spiked again we were in like the 1200s a day stuff like that i think yesterday we were at like 750 today we we're a little over 800 so um and that's with the uh heightened testing that we've had over the last few months so um you know fingers crossed hopefully that this can 
subside a little bit. I know I retweeted a uh, a video of this uh, like concert in Wuhan where the virus originated. Yeah, that's I don't even know what to think. Where of that. it was like twenty thousand people, nobody was wearing masks. But I guess like they, Wuhan hasn't reported a, a single case since May. I I don't know what to think of that. Well, I like, really don't. Like, you but, think yeah. like Wuhan and then you know in China and stuff. It's mm-hmm. a communist country, so like. They really so, could lock people down. So right they there. so so like when this when this uh, when this outbreak happened, they literally did lock everybody mm-hmm. down. And if you mm-hmm. were seen like leaving your house, you could be thrown in jail. Here, yeah. you know, you got Karens and you know whatever at grocery right. stores throwing ground beef down the hall <laughs> down the, down the aisle if somebody has the audacity to ask them to wear their mask is you know yeah so yeah well something more fun. Which I kind of want to try, even though this might not be uh, right. We're frowned upon. <laughs> Cleveland beaches are made more accessible with all-terrain wheelchairs. And I just want to show you a Wait, picture what? of these because they're kind of sick. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that. So wow. they're uh, free for use at Huntington and Edgewater Beach. So I don't, I I don't, I don't know that, I, I don't know <laughs> that they're supposed to be used by somebody like you, Jimmy. I mean, my <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely frowned upon. Definitely frowned upon. Um, <laughs> that's kind of cool though I never even thought of that like how people who need to use a wheelchair, wheelchair could get down to the, the beach I never not thought of have a problem now with those wheels yeah uh, so they're available <laughs> on a first come first serve basis and users are required to fill out a waiver hmm. according to Cleveland Metro Parks so sounds like that's all I got to do so catch me there this weekend and be popping a wheelie on these four these big I will verbally scold you if I see you on one of those because that's obnoxious that's going on the LOTL page <laughs> we, we got we got to describe these they literally are like the puffiest biggest wheels they almost look like it's made to go through sand yeah obnoxiously big. well I'm trying to think what they look like, that's what like she I've said. never seen I've never seen anything hey. like that. <laughs> I just can't get anything by this guy. <laughs> I honestly have never seen wheels like that before. No, me neither. I'm thinking just like a big wheel. Almost like a little kid, big yeah, wheel. Yeah. Times three. Or if you've ever seen those Mars rovers, they kind of look like the wheels that are on that. But We should go find out. Yeah. Sounds like we're going to Edgewater. Just saying. We're right going now. to Edgewater. Right now. <laughs> have a couple brews. Hit the beach on our backs. Looking for babes. <laughs> We're looking for babes. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Hey. <laughs> All caught up, boys. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Anytime. Appreciate it. For catching us up there. All righty. Well, so last week, Jordan debuted a new segment. Um, and it basically is us going around the room each week, picking somebody else to talk about things that we can still do and hobbies that we enjoy that aren't affected by the coronavirus. So this week is Ryan. So if you want to take it away and talk about kind of what, uh, before you talk, okay. I have the exact same glasses. Oh, do you really? I mean, it's like, it's so weird. It's the exact same pair. <laughs> you know, you, you've been, you've been with him now for over an hour and you just realized <laughs> just this. Like this. That's yeah. crazy. I just got these. Like, a See, Jordan shirts. doesn't look, like to look people in the eye. So <laughs> When I do, he doesn't know. When I, when I do, More like weeks, months. <laughs> you, have good, you have good taste then. Yeah, so do you, I'm, I'm sir. Warmest it. regards. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now that was timed well. <laughs> she got hot and heavy. Well, it, it's hot in here. That's yeah, we should. Uh, uh, are the windows open? Oh, well, they are. They are. I can open it more. There we go. 
All right. Well, yeah. So um, this was a fun one to listen to last week, by the way. I wanted to tell you guys I thought last week was a great episode. Thank you, uh, Steve, for stepping in for me. Um, yeah. Shout out, Steve. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I thought that was fun. I did not Big know stiffy. I would learn so, <laughs> so much about birds. Oh, that's not even. I know, yeah, literally scratching. Yeah, we had we had to stop him. Yeah, we yeah, talk, yeah, talk yeah, 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 yeah. I believe that it was gonna get weird. And, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you can do uh, Jordan's hobby while doing mine. Oh. So I grew up a Boy Scout. I have uh, gone camping and hiking all over the country, and it is something that I have continued into in my adult life as well. And it's uh, it is the ultimate social distancing uh, activity if you do it properly. I used to live in New Hampshire. I've talked about that a little bit, and that's been some of my favorite camping as an adult. Um, I would just disappear into the woods for a weekend, just periodically when I was done with people and needed a, a refresher. And so, yeah, I've been, like I said, all over the country. I've been, uh, I've done some camping down uh, on an island in the Keys. Uh, the Boy Scouts actually own an island. It was some, you know, wealthy benefactor donated it when he died. It's a garbage, piece, uh, terrible little island. It's it's like a little barrier, <laughs> all kinds of trash and, 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 oh, and shit. Okay. Like, you know, come. It's like a little barrier. It really does all kinds of like crap. Oh, uh, hits that island. But yeah, I'm gonna come back to that because I have a good story about that. Ooh, um, and then all the way as far west as um, some hiking out in Colorado, as well as. A couple week trip down in uh, New Mexico. There's uh, Philmont Scout Ranch. I did two weeks out there. Oh, that would be um, a blast! It was. That was. That's the record I have for longest without bathing. It was about 15 days. Oh. Uh, uh, I literally had to how? throw away everything. Was, like you couldn't. I we wa- I washed stuff multiple times. And there's just like there's microbes. No come, there's, there's no coming back from that. It was when I, my folks picked me back up. Uh, I got into the car and immediately everyone rolled every single window down. Like they, they almost. So it was like it was like car. it was like comically crazy. Was, like yeah, bad, my my but... backpack and my things and my it was like my essence was disgusting. Apparently, oh. I mean, it, was, it was it was over two weeks without bathing. Um, we it's covered a long time. We covered. I mean, I, this oh, was pretty well, cool. <laughs> Why didn't you just like jump in a creek or something? Oh, we did. <laughs> that, I, that was after multiple you mean a, showers. You mean a, you mean like, a crick. So when we were out there, a crick. Crick. we covered a little over 120 miles in like. 12 days on the trail, or 13, 13 days on the trail, and then there was uh, a little bit of time back and forth, uh, a day on either side of it. Mm. But yeah, that was, when we got back to base camp, we all took a bunch of showers and did a bunch of laundry, and it, it didn't matter. Everything was... The horrific. clothes were ruined, yeah. huh? It was, yeah. Was it like away. microbes or something? I have no idea, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we did, a, I've done a bunch of hiking out west. This was uh, Ryan, so, Ryan's mom after he came home. There we go. Yes. They wanted to strap me to the roof of the car like a Christmas tree. Um, so not want me in the car. So, real quick. So, yep. so this is like real hiking and real camping. Like yeah. this isn't like oh, I went to the metro park. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. isn't like let's rent an RV and drive. Yeah. out. and I tell you what, a lot of people hiking like, yeah. hills or right. Yeah. And hiking hills That's can be fun, great. Though. There's some fun yeah. cabins down there. I did that for a bachelor party with oh, a buddy yeah. where oh, we, best we had a cabin. Party. There was Wi-Fi. There was a hot yeah. tub. Like yep. you know. And that's we fine. did that for my brothers. That yeah. is camping for some people, and I'm not going to knock it to each their own. My thing is, like, find a way to enjoy that. We have a truly beautiful country, especially here in Ohio. There's a yeah. lot yeah. of great stuff to get into. Absolutely. People don't realize how uh, impressive the Metro Parks is until you realize not a lot of folks have that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that could just be, like, in Strong's going to Bonnie Park and going yeah. for a little walk. And that, that might be simple. Uh, and, but that's fine. If you love it, you love it. Uh, I've done everything from that all the way through, like I said, multiple weeks out on the trail. Um, the one in Florida was kind of cool. We did uh, a five-mile open-water kayak from Ooh. from the base out to the little island and back. 
uh, caught a shark, did some deep sea fishing. Nice. Um, it was I, every time I say that everyone gets real stoked. It was like a catfish. It was like two, it was, <laughs> like one of the small. It was sharks, like a two yeah. foot long nurse shark, which yeah, is yeah, essentially yeah. A, a giant right. kind of impressive catfish. It yeah. really wasn't uh, that big a deal. But I can technically say I caught a shark. So that was really cool. When I lived in New Hampshire, they call them the New Hampshire Forty Eight. There's forty eight mountains uh, in New Hampshire that are at least four thousand feet in elevation or higher, and a lot of hmm. folks start to work on those. So mm-hmm. I lived up there for a couple of years, and I was chipping away at them. It was a lot of fun. Um, if all things go according to plan, I'll be back there in the fall, and I'm going to try to knock Ooh. out another one or two. Okay. Um, just because I'd like to keep chipping away on that. I got a cool poster where um, I'm keeping track of every all of them that I did. Big New Hampshire guy over Big here. Big New Hampshire guy. I'll, I'll talk. I'm literally wearing a shirt. Yeah, right I, was, right I see that. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, now, are they landlocked or? Uh, no, they have. They a do bit have of access to the yeah, coast. Okay. They do have a little bit of coast. Um, I love. If anybody hasn't been to the New England region, you absolutely have to go, especially like this time. I of haven't. Year. Yeah. Fall is spectacular. You cannot go wrong. Uh, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, uh, Massachusetts, um, Boston. Obviously. Lots of hay rides. Lot, so many hay rides. Um, uh, so many ghosts. But, that's right. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. Oh my God! If you want spooky season, go to Salem. Uh, oh, that's all the witchy in stuff. Yeah. It is wild. The, it's, the witch trials. It's pretty or cool. Yeah, it's really fun. There's a ton of history. So yeah, you know, I I always encourage folks to get outside. I'm actually thinking about. Um, I thought about this in the past, and I balked, and I regret it, and I'm thinking that uh this march or early april i may go disappear for a few months okay because i'm thinking about doing a through hike of the appalachian trail oh one of those guys uh, yeah okay. i have considered this in the past i didn't do it because i didn't know about work and insurance and blah 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 and i'm thinking about you know what are the next steps and what are the next seasons of life going to look like with like weddings and kids yeah. and all kinds of things like this yeah it's like it's now like yeah. it's do it now or do it when i'm 60 yeah. and the kids are out of the house right and you know your body <laughs> can't quite hang like it used to i already right. can't hang like i used to so right. um i'm getting i'm getting more and more serious about looking at you know what does the gear look like how do you schedule your food have you have you heard of the backpacker shop it sounds it's in familiar. Sheffield Village. Sheffield Village. I feel Village. like I have, but I... Village. Okay, yeah. It's uh, really cool. I actually know the owners, and I used to work there briefly. Okay. But um, that's, like, all they're about. They're, like, mm-hmm. deep cut. Oh, that's, like, a real that's, deal. Yeah. If you have any... <laughs> I feel weird telling you this, because yeah. you're the guy. You're the hiker guy. But, <laughs> no, man, no, it's cool. But just as a resource and a local place to support in, in Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, the backpacker shop is, like really cool they sell all this type of rare or not rare but like hard to find hiking materials boots backs backpacks um all the different things knives cables whatever you you know you need uh, and the guys that work there most of them are big time backpackers themselves so that's a, a that's a great resource that this is more of a plug for the backpacker shop yeah well Sorry. i'm glad you said no I'm, no by all means i'm glad you said that because yeah. there's one thing that i was going to throw a plug out there for was uh another strongsville grad josh Scott. Yeah. we were we knew each other in high school we were friendly um has the cleveland outpost is uh in over i want to say rocky river but he he has done a through hike of the at appalachian trail and um it's it's they have i believe some new products and some consignment you know some resale and it's a great What's spot. Josh Scott. I feel like you um, know him. Yeah, he graduated my year from Strong, 2008 Strong Zone. Um, and it's, uh, I wanted to give them a shout out too because he's got an absurd amount of knowledge. Wait, wait, I know this guy. He goes by Gadget? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, really? when I was working there, 
he was also working there, I think. That does not surprise me. Yeah, and he was planning for a massive trip. That was that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I follow him on Instagram. Yep. because Yeah, so I don't, like, know him, know him. Right. But that's cool dude. Wow, Absolutely. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, Josh Scott Gadget. He's Gadget Gadget Hikes that's, on Instagram. So yeah. I believe that was his trail name, and that's a thing out there for yeah. folks who aren't aware. Uh, when you do, like, a lot of folks end up with a trail name. Um, when you're hiking out there, like my, my buddy uh, or my dad, I should say, had a buddy who did it. Um, his what was he's Buckeye Flash. He went to Ohio State and Kent State, and so Buckeye Flash. Got it. So got it. What would, yeah. got what it. would you recommend for people that like the idea of not showering for two weeks is probably not the coolest idea for <laughs> your average person. That's probably not the selling point. No. No, but like, so let's say someone does want to maybe take hiking a little more serious than just going to yeah. Rocky River Reservation Walking for the, the afternoon. Metro parks to like the next yeah. step. Yeah. yeah. What would be the next step, and what do you encourage them to purchase or think about purchasing? Footwear and water mm-hmm. in a proper pack. Okay. Um, you don't need a gigantic backpack for a day hike or mm-hmm. anything like that. You just want a properly fitting backpack. And so something that's going to sit well, it's not going to rub on anything. Footwear, both socks and shoes or boots, whatever you're using, you got to know your terrain a little bit. But um, no, like, low-cut basketball socks and no, like, you know, like, you're going to end up with blisters like crazy. At the end of the day, like, your feet are your, your life out there. If you get wet, uh, wet socks is a nightmare. Always pack more Ugh. socks than you think you're going to need. Everyone knows that uncomfortable feeling of like your your foot gets a little bit wet or whatever. Now go walk oh, yeah. for Dude, if, even six if like, hours. Even, yeah, even if like you're up like in their house. Like, I remember yeah, growing up playing sock. soccer, and we're playing in the rain, and like it was a it was a you know hour long game, and like feet would just be raw after oh, the game. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a good time. So you yeah. have a favorite brand of shoes or anything? Or? I mean, there's a, co- a couple. Nike, pop- yeah, no, <laughs> Nike, no, yeah, definitely like Nike. Nike. Yeah, uh, for Fila, I, I prefer uh, Merrill Fubu. <laughs> 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 Whatever you could find at uh, Champs. Seventy percent off. All the, 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 X, the XL shirts that are really like four XL. Yeah. Like the sleeves going out like here. Yeah. That's a T-shirt. Yes. I am. Uh, uh, I'm partial to Merrill uh, myself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Keen is another really popular. Ah, uh, uh, Keen. Brand. Now those are going to be a little bit pricier, of course, but you can yeah. find some good sales. And again, like that's what I like about some consignment or secondhand shops. You can find some the. The really super high quality gear is sincerely meant to last. So if somebody gently uses something and then ends up wanting to move on to a different brand or product, you can get something really good that's that's resale. It's been lightly used, and you know it's still going to last. So, yeah, I would say the next uh, the next level up from like your casual walk uh, through the park to a hike would be you know some kind of hike, a um, couple hours long. Yeah. Make sure you you got enough water, snacks. Now here's a question. Absolutely. If I'm going to go hike in New Hampshire, how do I get the bears away? Bears. I tell you what, uh, that's a good question. I have never encountered any up there. Dough urine. Dough urine. Is that you know the key? You, the, no, I don't no that, will, that will probably not help you. I would say more than bears you need to worry about is moose. Oh, I bet. Bears. They are bears. Bears. They're huge. Beats. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. I didn't know how big they were. Enormous. They are huge. Oh, meese? Horrifying. Yes. Meese? They, yes. Oh, they, yeah. It's unrealistically big. Oh, my God. Obscenely territorial. Dude, they're head, they're head with this... With their antlers, wouldn't fit in this room. Oh, no, 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 no. It is, I mean, they are, it's alarming how big they are, and they are not frightening. They, they look super cute. Aren't they considered to be one of the more dangerous animals in, Absolutely. in that area, like yeah. in the woods or Absolutely whatever you would be? Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd rather, yeah. 
I've never encountered any uh, serious wildlife. My brother has. My brother, so I did uh, Philmont, that, that hike out in New Mexico that I did. Mm-hmm. My brother also did it several years later. Uh, the year that I went, a bunch of wildfires had gone through there and torqued everything, and that was, oh, okay. that was the issue that we were facing. The year that my brother went through, um, there had been uh, serious bear issues coming near camps because of a frost killed off, uh, a late frost killed off a lot of things and the bears were hungry and there's a lot of people around and so they go looking for your stuff and my brother actually came within like 100 150 feet of a of a bear out there i've seen him from afar um but he got pretty up close and personal with one and was not uh not stoked but yeah so honestly i don't <laughs> i don't know what you would do i wouldn't worry about the bears Run, in New Hampshire. or yeah. you play dead with black bears i would i don't know what's, what's the, the, what's I, heard, the I heard black bears aren't like super dangerous right uh, I mean, it, yeah I no, if, if it wants you can't outrun don't it. tell dwight Schrute that and you yeah. can't mess you and up and you can't don't try going up because you can't out climb it either i promise you yeah that. Yeah, you're not gonna have a good time. I don't, I don't, probably maybe. can't outrun. <laughs> I, I always I mean, you probably can't outrun. I, a bear I remember either. from the uh, the worst case scenario survival handbook that you're supposed to like scream or something. Like they don't like loud noises. I've heard, yeah, get I, as big I, as you can. I do, I do know, yeah, like the pots and banging on pots and pans if you got them. Um, oh, just like frightening them, scaring yeah, them away. Loud yeah, loud noises. Be I scary. always carry a pot and scream pan it. in yeah. my back pocket. Yeah. Just, just, just scream a whole bunch of racket. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a feeling in my fingers or penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've never gotten that cold. I've been cold, <laughs> but I've never gotten that cold. That was, so that was one of my favorite camping trips growing up, too. Every year we in uh, February, so nailed it, we did uh, polar bear camp. And so that would be oh. where we would get dropped off. There were You were not allowed to bring a, you were not allowed to bring a tent. You had to make... Your own shelter. This is again. Remember, this is yeah. February. Igloo. Uh, we half igloos. Oh. A, a total igloo is actually extremely difficult to make properly. Yeah. But what you can do is put like a tarp down, right. and then build up like a little like igloo start. You know, some right. a couple walls, and then tarp over top of it. You want to keep the space small. The bigger it is, you, all the kids. We wanted to make a gigantic structure, but the bigger it is inside, the harder it is to heat it up. Right. I was cooking in there, like. In my sleeping bag, I wore nothing but just my boxers. Wow, it was legitimately uncomfortable. I made an igloo once. It's hard. We, uh, it's it, it, real we, hard. So we we did it in between uh, two like lines of brush. So we already had kind of a wall structure. Mm-hmm. We just packed those uh, bushes with snow, and then built like the roof over top. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. It's I mean that was I've done a lot of really cool things because of you know the scouts and, and hiking and. and in some of the camping trips I've been on have been awesome. I can't eat oatmeal anymore because of it. Uh, did I ever tell you guys about yeah. Yum Yum Juice? Did I bought yeah. the Yum Yum? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this sounds gross. When we were hiking, when you're, <laughs> if you're anywhere out there, like if you're taking it real seriously, at least this is what we had to do. Um, num Num Juice? Yum 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 Yum. yum, 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 yum. Juice. Okay, Jordan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh okay, Jordan. Well, um, I, well, I hate that I just snorted. I don't think I've ever snorted in my entire life until right now. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're good. The, the, the short version of this one is when we were out there, we uh, you couldn't leave any like you can't leave any trace, right? So that obviously means you know don't litter, of course. But again, where if you're somewhere truly remote and there's a lot of wild animals, you can't leave any food stuff behind. It ends up attracting things, and so we would do cold breakfast, which was usually oatmeal and pop tarts. And uh, if you did oatmeal, you had to, when you're done, you can't just rinse the bowl out and throw it away. You put a little bit of water in there, you scrape down the sides, you have oatmeal water, and you got to drink it. And you have to repeat that process till your bowl is clean. 
because you can't just leave like oatmeal and other food things hanging out for right. wild, wild critters for to find bears for bears. Yes, um, that you would have to scream at. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I cannot eat oatmeal anymore because I drank yum yum oatmeal Ugh. yum yum water every morning yum yum juice two weeks. So, not my favorite. Ugh. Was it flavored? Yeah. Flavored yum yum juice, yeah, I mean, huh, Jordan? At that point, it's just yeah, water better. With, Floaties, but it was. It was uh, like a strawberry oatmeal. Uh, a lot of, lot of cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon. sugar brown Ooh, cinnamon. Which is a bummer because. Hey, it's, Yeah, it's like, you know, like when you drink something, like people who have too much fireball can't like smell like or can't chew big red gum anymore. It's yeah. like anything so cinnamony. You really, want to know Maybe funny. that's why I hate fireball. I got it's real. Like a, it's like a, I got. Yeah, it's like, it triggers like a reflex. Oh, yeah. I got real car sick while chewing cinnamon flavored gum. And I thought he was gonna say chaw or something. Yeah, no, yeah, that's like yeah. dip or yeah, because right. I do snuff dip. Because right. I'm a big dip. Guy. I, I mean, you like you a... do vape. <laughs> well, I don't dip. <laughs> I'd rather, um, savages. rather yeah. Dip. I'm not. I'm not uneducated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, choking. He just called every single baseball player uneducated. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, and every and every single fourteen year old that uh, skateboards that thinks they're so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah I had I had a similar situation with like I said cinnamon gum. So yeah, I said I can't do cinnamon anymore. I can do real cinnamon mm. in like baked goods, but like the fake cinnamon. What about stuff? like cinnamon toast crunch? I like those. That's not that pop. Like there's that there's that yeah. weird. You know the spicy cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Gum, I was like, like oh, yeah, so like big is, red, big yeah, red gum. Big, oh, yeah. that is. What that about is. like Fireball? Fireball's rough. Yeah. It's well, oddly smooth. It's oddly smooth for me, but it's rough. The flavor. You guys, speaking good. of fire, and, and I know I'm I'm taking this way off track. <laughs> actually, you know what? All right, I'm gonna say it because I, Jimmy, I apologize in advance. Oh, what about Screwball, the peanut butter vodka? I've never heard. Never not had vodka. That. The peanut butter uh, uh, whiskey. I've never had that. I've never had that. It's, the, pe- it's the peanut butter version of Fireball. That sounds oh, terrible. God, that sounds like a nightmare. Uh, that what, sounds. What, it, it's it's you know it's the uh, it's like uh, pumpkin spice lattes. They Ooh. you know they love it. The ladies love it. I've heard nothing ball. but good things. I had it once. It's not awful. I mean, yeah, I'm not much of a whiskey guy to begin with, but I yeah. I like peanut butter, but that that sounds like a stretch. Fun fact, Mrs. Pisarchik drinks Fireball on the rocks. That was I, I did know that. Fell off my chair. That happened in front of my face. Well, now we I'm know crazy. well now we know where your sister gets gets oh, gets the love God. of it from. Yeah, we went out for yeah, we went out for a drink the one night when we were spending time with her mom and I was looking at the beer list and Jen thought about getting a cocktail and her mom just Can cool as a cucumber on Fireball. I was like, uh, this, "This is one of my favorite uh, stories." Okay. Yeah. And the, the, the waitress was like, "Yeah." She goes, "I'll have that on the rocks." And I was like, <laughs> You're you're kidding me right now, right? Like you want to go hard? <laughs> this was still kind of fairly like early into the getting like knowing her, and I was like, "Can I make a joke about that?" I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about this. I let it go, but damn! First time I saw well that, I was shocked. Yeah, more than shocked. Yeah, she likes to party. And I said, "Have a good time." <laughs> she likes to party. She loves. So, yeah. any uh, last ideas for? I mean, I I've just I'm I mean, sure it's just, just kind of you got to figure out. What you're worried about or scared about, and then you kind of have to conquer that and go from there, kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just I would say the biggest things in terms of if you're looking to get into it, you have to know the area. You, I, don't just jump right into something. You know, you want to make sure that you're going to be prepared in terms of um, you're not going to have cell phone service the whole time every yeah, single time you stuff go like that. Yeah. So making sure you have I'm out. Uh, uh, right, yeah. <laughs> have you know have a map or have some kind of feel you know feel book about the area. 
letting someone know where you're going. You know, if you're going to do some solo hikes, um, you know, there's a little bit more risk with that. So let know someone, let somebody know where you're going and about how long it should take you. Um, you know, I've done a couple of solo hikes before, and I've actually gotten myself into a couple pickles. So uh, Pickle. that, that can get uh, exciting. Um, and, and, and don't ever be afraid to just ask somebody, you know, like who knows the area. Uh, my, my goal is to visit every single state uh, in the country, and I'd like to do some kind of outdoor hike of, you know, some, something yeah. outdoor and natural and every, everywhere I you, go. So. You know, you just mentioned asking people for help, basically. Yeah. I had a s- kind of similar situation where when I was hiking my first mountain, my first 14er in, uh, in, uh, outside of Denver, man, there I had no idea. Me and my friends had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, we buddy. did not plan well. <laughs> and we basically were running out of steam like we were like i honestly don't know if we can have the strength to make it down so we had just got to the top which was awesome we had that euphoria for being up there but then we're like man we still got to get down and we ran out of food and water and we just went up to some dudes we're like hey we uh effed up (laughs) Uh, and they were so nice they had bacon and like granola bars and they had like two extra bottles of water that we were able to share and that was enough to get us down to where our cars were but yeah that's that's always you know don't be obviously if you're in a desperate spot most people probably ask for help how long did it take to get down i don't even remember dude it was it was like a full day of hiking though like because you know you don't walk all fourteen thousand feet like you you get to the point where you drive up and then you start walking but it was hours yeah, it was I hours mean, you don't realize how it can get dangerous fast and that's what's yeah. scary about it sometimes yeah. if you're doing like a serious like substantial mountain hike of some kind i mean that happened to me again i'm somebody who has a bunch of experience i went in real cocky excuse me thinking like oh i was just down i hiked all over the place and blah blah and one of my early hikes actually i think might have been my first hike uh, in new hampshire mount liberty um it was probably maybe like april and i just kind of assumed because snow was sort of melting around us at, at, at you know ground level yeah. It'd be fine. And my buddy and I went hiking uh, up this mountain. About halfway up, it started getting kind of icy. And long story short, we didn't have cleats. And oh. it ended up, um, we got up okay. And on the way down, I ended up eating shit. And <laughs> I, I slid like 8 to 10 feet, went barreling into a tree. Oh. I thought, I, immediately I thought I broke my leg. I'm just dramatic because I, I <laughs> it was all right. But I, I limped my way down the last like three hours. I, I hurt my leg with about three, three and a half hours ago. Oh. And we nice. were running out of daylight, didn't have a headlamp. Like Worst we, case scenario. It was, yeah, it was, it was just being kind of arrogant. And so, um, you know, Jeez. there's, it's, it's definitely something to respect because it can get, you hear stories every single year of people getting hurt uh, doing some of these things. So yeah, cool. I, I went on for a while about that one, but no, uh, I good. everybody, a, not to scare everybody, but find a way to, you know, start to get outside a little bit more. It's something yeah. you can definitely do socially distant and exactly. uh, it, it's a fun way to get a little bit of moving in your day. Cool. Who's next week? I don't know. Jimmy or Dan? Who knows? Will it be? <laughs> I don't know that either. We'll roll, we'll roll, uh, we'll roll some, uh, uh, I apparently learned. Uh, for, I wow, I forgot <laughs> my motor skills. <laughs> this seven point three tall boy really. Wow, to you. forgot how to use my mouth. <laughs> anyway, all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. On. So anyway, uh, thanks Ryan for that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Whoever goes next week, me or Jimmy, we'll fight over it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> staring at Dan. All right, real quick. Huh? You can't. You can't see it, but staring he's staring down. Audience can't see it, but I'm staring you down. And I'm now staring back as I've been alerted. Okay. Nothing like a little dead air. 
Yeah. Right there. Okay. <laughs> Give the people a break. All right, time real quick to do to jump into the LOTL time hop. So uh, our time hop, which you've been doing. Why are you whistling? I'm doing our podcast. Don't know. What is wrong with you? I snorted. I whistled. Yeah. Like all What's over next? The What's next? A fart? Like what is going on? Sure. Please do it. So time hop, we've been doing the last uh, few weeks. Uh, we're just you know since we're going through this time where you know. A lot of what our podcast is about is going out and exploring Cleveland. Restaurants, breweries, uh, festivals, uh, concerts, all this different art. uh, Museums. Yeah, museums, art galleries, whatever. I don't think we've gone to an art gallery since we started this podcast. I don't know why I said that. We almost reviewed 78 Street Studios, but we never did. That's that's bad on us. We need to actually do that. Yeah, we should. uh, But anyway... um, so we like to go back and take a look and take a time hop and look at our episode from this exact week last year and just see what we were doing, uh, what maybe we're missing uh, this year that coronavirus has just trampled um, and uh, just kind of reminisce. So uh, this week is going to make me really sad because uh, last year, this week, we were talking about the Feast of the Assumption. Uh, we essentially uh, dedicated an entire episode to talking about it. Our beer of the week was Peroni, which is not mm. a Cleveland beer, but it is delicious. But it's a delicious beer. Um, Wait, you did beer of the week as Peroni? Yeah, we did. No yeah. way. It's, it I was have not had a Peroni. It's the beer of Superior. So, since I turned 21, probably. So so uh, the Feast of the Assumption is uh, usually this week, so mm-hmm. that's why we did it. That makes sense. Um, so our top five was our uh, top Favorite foods at the Feast of the Assumption. Jimmy, I don't even know if you were here this week. Definitely not. Yeah, you're probably yeah, can't. Teresa was on, our sh- on the yeah, show. Yeah, Teresa though. was a guest. Yeah, so shout out, shout T. Out to Teresa. Yeah. Another um, actual Italian that's yeah. on the show. Well, Sicilian. But anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we did our top five favorite foods at the Feast that we can get. Um, you know, the... It's basically, if you've been to if you if you've been to Little Italy in Cleveland, you know it. Uh, Mama Santa's, uh, Corbo's, uh, La Dolce Vita, Trattoria, Nido Italia, uh, all that stuff. Um, I was so. at the Bocce Ball Court, which I forgot they 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 sold food and drinks there. Yeah, that's that like was a, that's, probably we always would go there at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, that's like a club. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's a cool place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we were just kind of talking about that. Uh, Sports-wise, we were talking about the Indians and the Twins going back and forth for first place in the AL Central. Uh, we usually, at this point, we're about, uh, I would say, about two-thirds of the way through the, actually more than that, probably about three-fourths of the way through the MLB season. Yeah. Um, in a normal normal year, we'd have about six weeks left in uh, the baseball season before the playoffs. So uh, we were talking about that. The Browns were getting ready for their uh, – dumpster fire of a season uh last year so we were talking about their inter squad practices with the colts where uh, it was basically just a giant fight where the two teams just fought yeah, i remember that <laughs> um that was weird we were talking about obj's uh injuries that he was just beginning to deal with we didn't know at the time but he dealt with them throughout the entire season um and uh uh you know all of that so Overall, and then we also we previewed uh, the Oktoberfest, which is another awesome festival that we're not going to uh, get to do this year. So that's uh, yeah, wonderful. Boo. And, uh, yeah, so it was all about the feast. Um, hopefully, God, if we can't go to the feast next year, I'm going to 
jump off a bridge. I'm going to call it quits and we'll end America. Yep, pretty much. Mm -hmm. If we can't do Italian things, we're just going to end America. Yeah, I just married was the point. It was the point. It was a little radical. Yeah. So that's the time hop. <laughs> uh, that was episode 70 last year. So exactly 52 episodes um, from today. So it's interesting. A year, literally a year. So that's the time hop. And uh, moving right along here. What do we got? So let's, let's, uh, let's jump in and talk a little baseball. So uh, there's a lot going on with the Indians right now. And... Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to talk about is not very positive, and uh, what's interesting is, in the midst, in the midst of all of that, they uh, still managed to sweep the Tigers this week, this past weekend. <laughs> so, but uh, I guess that's just a magic elixir for the Indians. You know, they could be having a, you know, they could not score any runs, and uh, all of a sudden just turn it on to beat the Tigers. Aren't they? In like They've now beaten the Tigers twenty straight times, times, right? Yeah, yeah that's so crazy. The Motor City Kitties. Yeah, I mean that that part was cool. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot else lately has been. No, so. we're we're still dealing with the fallout of this Clevenger and Police Act thing, and that's that that's mainly the talking point that I want to go to um, with this uh, baseball discussion. Um, and the main question I want to ask you guys, I think I think this is more for Clevenger than Police Act, and I'll get to why in a second. But um, do you think either of those guys pitch another game for the Indians? That's a great question. I think if if Plesak hadn't gone and done that Instagram live that he did, oh god, which <laughs> was hilariously stupid. You know, he was supposed to go on uh, uh, Chris McNeil, the McNeil, uh, the Reflog show mm-hmm. on Big. Well, yeah, big big play, big play. Yeah, big, yeah. We all, yeah, we know about all about those. I don't guys know if it was them. his manager or the Indians or a combination. I think I think so. Down. So he. Um, McNeil tweeted that yeah. he was coming on. I think somebody alerted the Indians, and the Indians were like, like "Don't it. you dare!" Like nah. after that IG thing you did, don't oh, you yeah. dare go on there. No, no. So if it wasn't for that, I would have said, "Please, I could be back." Because because they're a lot a more younger. Con- right. He's got. We have more control. Yeah. If Clev kind of cut from the Trevor Bauer cloth in that after he hucked that ball, it was like, "Bye, we, you know, right. you know, you're out of here." I think so. with Clevenger, the problem was. He almost like, I don't know. He like seemed to. Well, he hit it. He hid what he did and kind of made it like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I don't. There was a large. There was a large like what, what, amount of trust. Yeah. That was, uh, what Police Ag did was dumb, and the Instagram live thing was stupid. Yeah. But I feel like Clev, Clevenger just really took it another level. I don't know though. I I can't tell which one won't. If like I can't. I don't know if either will pitch again. I could see them both pitching again, and I could also, but I could also see them just moving on from both. I don't know. So I have conflicting thoughts. On the one hand, Clevenger especially is a borderline ace, easy number two starter on any, almost any team in baseball. Right. People, if we're going to try to trade him, people are going to know the situation we're in, and we're going to get hosed. And so I don't want to get hosed on somebody of that caliber. Right. On the flip side, we've talked about this in the past. I really trust the Indians scouting and player development. Uh, Especially when it comes to pitching. Yeah, it's it's all we do. I mean, we are like the farm team for the rest of the league in terms right. of developing pitching. Right. I mean, all we do is ship out great pitchers. We've done it for years now. So on the one hand, part of me thinks, 
if we can get a couple young assets to, to, to replace them and, and maybe they won't be headaches, maybe I can live with it. On the other hand, I don't want to give up our number two starter. And Plesak has been what, like three, four, five, you know, mm-hmm. closer to four, five, but still, I mean, a strong pitcher. Um, so I guess to go back to the original question, yes, I think that we see them pitching in Indians uniform again. Maybe not both, but I could see one of them making it. Yeah, I think that's probably what. I think, I think the think most likely fair. scenario is one, but, but maybe not both. Yeah, I um I think Plesak will be back with the with the ball club ball I club. I would, um, that would be the one I would think would be because the we reason, didn't lie to the team. We didn't right. lie to the team, and not that this is like you're. He's he's old enough to where he should know better, but he's he's still a younger guy. You know, he's twenty four, twenty five, and you know I'm. This shouldn't factor into the equation, but with the Dolans and the ownership, it's going to. Um, they still have control of Plesak for many more years. Yeah. Uh, Clevenger is becoming an arbitration pitcher where he's going to start to make big money, and then you're going to have to think about signing him to a contract. Um, so I, that's why I think... Uh, I, I, right now, it is hard for me to say, like, oh, because he did one thing... Uh, you know, he's never going to pitch for the Indians again. But, you know, as we're going to talk about a little bit later with basketball, like this, this, this year, like throw everything out the window, like in a normal year, everything out the window. Because, you know, with baseball, it's a truncated season. It's 60 games. So, you know, we're, we're already, we haven't had baseball back for a month yet. And we're already almost halfway through the season. Um, so there, I, I would say there's a decent chance that Mike Clevenger has pitched his last game for the Indians this year. Could happen. Whether they get rid of him, I don't know. That's probably that's probably a discussion for the off season. I don't know that they trade him at like the trade deadline this year. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna the big factor on on Clev is gonna be how much the rest of the team is how how many players are willing to like accept an apology and move right. on because yeah you know, i mean and, and that's I, I that's you, the you brought this up and i know there's a note on it oliver perez yeah was straight up like i'm mm-hmm. out of here if, yeah. if if these guys are back with the club i'm opting out so the trust i mean uh, the trust is completely broken yeah um and this is so you know we've and and i think the indians where 99% of the players are dedicated to doing the right thing. And we've seen instances like with the Marlins and with the Cardinals and where if you don't do the right thing, your season can get derailed. Like, you know, the Cardinals have played, what, seven games? Yeah. Because they had to essentially not play for two weeks because, you know, half their team tested positive. And now they have to play uh, like 15 double headers or something like that to make up this these, these games. Um. So, yeah, it's, you know, it sucks when something this serious and, you know, like I said, like I, I, I get on the players a lot because, you know, one team decided, hey, let's go to a strip club in Atlanta, allegedly, and uh, ruin it for the entire team. And then it makes it makes players look like crap because they, you know, they whined and complained and negotiated their way to getting all of these uh, measures put in place for their safety but the fact of the matter is is 90 to 95 percent of the players are abiding by these rules it's the five to ten percent and five to ten percent might be enough to de- derail the season could be so i i applaud the the indians players for saying you know not taking this lightly and be like guys like 
don't. And I think, and I think what like like what you guys said with Clevenger, I think the team is more pissed about the fact that he tried to lie, not necessarily lie, but he tried to not say anything and get his way out of it, rather than the actual act itself. Like people are gonna slip up. That's that's yeah, that's human I gotta, nature. I do gotta say this. I don't think that the act of going out to a bar in these times is the worst thing. Now you had that the fact that they're playing well, professional baseball, well, so they shouldn't be. So doing Clevenger that right never now. came back to the team hotel that night. Oh, see, that's so, that's another. <laughs> so that that's been reported that he One never came back to the team hotel. That could be a lot of things. <laughs> so exactly. So <laughs> so go, going out going yeah. out for dinner at a bar is one thing, but going out and then not coming back. Even still, I don't even want to give him that though. If I'm being really honest, like like you said, this is a I a, totally agree. A, a hyper shortened season. It's yeah. too you're like, right. like you're you're right. you yeah. have to keep yeah. your shit yes. together and not go out for drinks with your buddy for sixty days, for a couple months. Like yes. if you need a drink. You could probably you have, have all the money in the world. Order all yes. the drinks you want, whatever you need. Yeah, you're telling me that the, the organization doesn't have somebody who's going to run food orders, right? Like, right. And then wipe stuff down. Are you door? telling yeah, me that there's it's called not room like a, service at the hotel? Right. Yeah, and you, I get it. You right. want to go yeah. talk with your buddies. Exactly. You want to go hook yeah. up with some friend from your DMs. Floozy. Yeah, some dance hall. You know what I mean? Like I get it. I'm not saying. Yeah, but it's it's such a short. I'm sure she's a lovely a lovely person. Very generous. I don't know. It's just oh, friend. She was. I don't want. She was friendly. All right. My thing is this. All of that being said, those two pitchers are objectively good at what they do. Yeah. And like we've seen in other sports, with diva stars, you get more chances if you are if you can sure. back it up. Like how many chances Josh Gordon's gotten? Oh, God. You know what I mean? He's like, still getting chances. That's what I'm saying. He's like prime time example of if you're good enough, somebody will roll the dice on you. Yeah. I mean, there's even talk of Antonio Brown getting another shot, possibly Ugh. with Baltimore, possibly with Seattle. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Brown clearly not well, clearly a problem for locker rooms. And he's still getting shot. And the only reason is because he is elite at the actual part yeah. that matters. And that's there, There's not a lot of people, like with, with the uh, with the example of Clevenger and Plesak, you know, there's not a lot of people who can throw the ball 95 miles an hour and then uh, throw a curveball slider changeup or whatever uh, to go along with that. There's just not a lot of people. And that, I mean, that's the issue. Like, like teams, teams weigh, you know, is the juice worth the squeeze with, with some of these guys. And, I think the big the bigger issue is I don't think it's the organization. I think it's it's the team it's their teammates. The teammates don't trust them. Yeah. And it's more so it's I, I it's both now. Up until what's his uh Plesak put out that stupid Instagram live video. <clears throat> I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna be back with the team like in Detroit. Like like they had those two guys drive up to Detroit to have a team meeting and then the players uh, obviously didn't like what those guys said. You know, maybe there's still not, you know, there's there's still not contrition with uh, on their side. And the team, and that's when Oliver Perez said, if you let these guys stay, I'm, I'm opting out. And, I, and what sucks so. is Oliver Perez is one of our best bullpen pitchers this year. So that's yeah. like. I don't know. I'd tell you what, though. And not, not no disrespect to Ollie. From a pure talent standpoint, you're oh, telling me. Sure. Do you want oh, two starters sure. or do you want Oliver Perez? For sure. But I think it. But I think it goes deeper than that. It's like no, you're the, right. The, if it's going to be toxic, the clubhouse room, dynam- dynamic, dynamic, yeah. yeah. In, it's in, better just at least let's say for a week or two. Let's just get the just get those guys out of there, and then 
bring him back. Well, you that's know. what that's what sending him down does. It does two. Sending him down does a couple things. One, it literally gets him out of everybody's face so that yep. cooler heads can prevail. And yep. two, it could potentially, if we keep him down long enough, it could impact their service time, which means we have another year of control. That's, that's the other thing. That's another massive element yeah. to this. Is if we keep him down for I think was it twenty day, twenty games? I think is what it is. Yep. Uh, then it extends um, uh, contracts and service and baseball contracts are. I don't even want to get weird. I don't weird. properly understand it. I just know that we can extend our control of them weird, if we yeah. keep them down for 20 games. So, yeah. you know, at, at the end of the day, if the, if the guys in the clubhouse can get around um, the lies and, and, and accept apologies, if there's some sincere apology given that can actually be accepted, then I say bring them back, yeah. Oliver Perez or not, because at the end of the day, we've got one of the best rotations in baseball, and now we're down two starters. And, and, and no disrespect to Savali. Or Pluto had a puck. I mean, Adam he he had a rough outing the other night, but he was going on shorter rest than expected. And that, that was supposed to be Clevenger's start. It was yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and right now, you know, yeah, we're hitting a little bit better, but um, it's still not consistent. It's not consistent. Like and, like and, when we had Hannah on, and we were in the middle of scoring thirteen runs the night she was on, and uh, she's like, "See, see." The very next night, we got shut out. Yeah, and it's, right now we're just not consistent. And we're tied in the ninth right now at three apiece with the Pirates. Oh God! And it's like the four and fourteen a four, Pirates, a four-win team, and we can't Jesus. we can't knock them around for a couple more runs. So, yeah. you know, if if we were mashing, if we were you know, if this was like the the, the lineups of the sure. mid to late nineties, I'd say screw them, we're fine. Sure. We can hit the we can hit the crap out of the ball, but but we're not. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what the locker room ends up doing because I think you're right that that's probably going to be the main driver of what happens from from here on out. Yeah, and, and then, that uh, an underrated uh, aspect of all of this is we don't even have Tito in the clubhouse yeah. to help. Uh, you know, Tito notorious for being a good clubhouse guy. Yeah, I, environments. I, 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 I got to be honest. I'm really worried about. Oh, I mean, this I'm very worried about this him. could very well. I mean, I know they extended his contract, but you know, he's he's had bad health for years. But this year, he's like off the rails with what he's been going oh, he's through. He's been and, gone for like half the season so far. But it's it's you know that's the one thing that I think is gonna. For Tito, it's the one thing that's going to force him to step aside is his health, and his health is not good right now. So yep. people have said for four to five years, like, hey, we don't know if Tito's coming back. And he always says, yeah, I'll be back, I'll be back. <sighs> Man, with everything's going with everything that's going on with the virus and um, everything he's gone through and is currently going through health-wise, you know, I just, uh, I'm worried about, you know, is he going to manage the Indians next year? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't bet on it, but right. you never know. I hope he gets well, though. I'll be thinking of him. And I think and I think Sandy Alomar can be a, possibly be a great manager, but, I mean, Tito's probably the best manager in baseball. I mean, we have the best record in baseball since his ten, during his yeah. you know during his tenure in Cleveland. We've we got just the best freaking blew a 3-1 lead in the World Series. Yeah, I wanted him to get that ring so bad. But, oh, I, but we yeah. digress. At any rate, yeah. So, it's going to be fascinating um, to find out. Credit to Jeff Passan for uh, writing the article on ESPN.com that we referenced when talking about this. So shout out to him. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not all is well in the Indians clubhouse right now. So we'll see how that develops, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again next week. But uh, um, real quick, uh, something I wanted to go through that I thought was really cool. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at it. Um, was uh, the Building the Browns episode this week. And uh, just how intricate and detailed and serious that the Browns and really it's the rest of the NFL are taking this virus. So we've got uh, players being tested every day. Uh, 
we have expanded locker rooms. They've actually expanded the locker room into the weight room, and they moved the weight room into the field house. Hmm. So the team can't practice indoors, which is in- which is interesting because if the other day they had to move their practice up like four hours because they knew it was it was Sunday because they knew they were going to get storms in the afternoon and they can't just move it inside because the weight room's in there. Mm-hmm. Well, and before any of they have to do yeah, their own that self-screening too. Hmm. How's that going to work in like the cold months and stuff? Is it just temporary, I assume? They're the... going to practice outside in cold. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I. I don't like when the Browns practice inside, to be honest with you, because oh, okay, okay. the Browns play yeah, in the AFC North yeah, in Cleveland, Ohio. So yeah. if it rains, if it snows, they should be practicing in the elements yeah. that they're going to play in. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even like when they practice indoors. So, but anyway, um, yeah, and and you know, the thing that the thing that was most interesting to me was these uh, tracker devices. That That's they the, that was the coolest part. I thought. I mean, yeah. So it, they're smart enough to know that when you're when they're within six feet of another one, they start to like light up red yeah. and beep. Yeah. And then they can also be used for contact tracing. So right. if 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 it recognizes who you've been in contact with, and if one person ends up testing positive or displaying yep. symptoms, yep. they can immediately pull up the list and say, okay, so Dan was in contact with this list of people. Right. Everyone on that list immediately testing quarantine yep. for X amount of time and, and shut the thing which, down. Which which every every team every team is is using that that same system with those uh, tracking devices. So That's pretty cool. And there's there's different tiers. So tier one are the players, the coaching staff, and like the GM and ownership, whatever. T- tier two is like the uh, support staff, like the uh, um, like office staff in the building and all that. And tier three is like the media. So if <clears throat> If somebody from tier three in the media gets close enough to a player, their tracker goes off, mm-hmm. and they're able to see like, hey, we can't, you know, you don't have the clearance essentially to be to go like that close to the player. So it's really interesting to see how at these NFL teams are creating a bubble without having a bubble. Yeah, like nobody gets nobody gets near the players. Nobody. Unless you're the coaches or yeah. the owners, because well, they're, they, they're, they and the families team. when they go home, right? Play, you know, right. And some of the guys aren't. You know, like in that episode, J.C. Treader mentioned that you know his wife either they're trying to get pregnant or she is. I think she is pregnant, and he's yeah. staying at the hotel. You know, he's he's staying in a hotel this whole time, and yeah. I mean, that's that sucks. That's got to be tough on your sure. pregnant wife and your family. But Absolutely. at the end of the day, like it's what he and his wife felt comfortable doing. So right. at least they have the option to do that. Yeah. Um. So. Um. But yeah, I just I. I I wanted to highlight that because I think that's really interesting how how NFL teams are doing that and how they're taking these precautions and how they're not just like, hey, we're the we're the big bad NFL and we're gonna make it through everything and you know like they're they're actually taking this seriously and um, they're gonna make sure they're they're damnedest that um, they're gonna have a season. So I thought that was interesting and also the the news that came out that uh, some teams have announced that they're gonna have uh, fans that they're games um the chiefs the chiefs well the cowboy jerry jones is just being jerry and he's like (laughs) yeah we're gonna have fans um and the league the league is not setting a league-wide mandate on that they're allowing uh wherever their wherever teams play their local and state governments to dictate um whether they uh can do that or not which I i find a little bit interesting because the nfl is all about competitive balance and not teams not having competitive advantages so, you know, 
I would think that there would be a competitive advantage if some teams are allowed to have their fans in the stadiums. Um, but the Chiefs are, I think, allowing 22% of their of uh, Arrowhead Stadium will be occupied by fans and Cowboys. Huh. Cowboys, I don't know what Jerry means. I don't know if he means 100%. Like, if there's going to be 110,000 people <laughs> at Jerry World. Watch the Cowboys have a full 100%. I, you know, I don't know. It's Jerry. Um, yeah. But the Bears, the Bears announced that they're – while they would like to have fans at the stadium uh, for games, that um, it's not looking that way now. So right now they're not, but they said they're going to revisit that later in the year, maybe possibly later in the year they could have fans. And then the Browns said they're going to leave it up to Governor DeWine. So the Browns would love to have fans at the stadium. I think the ownership was quoted uh, yesterday saying that, but they're going to leave it up to the governor. And I think I think the way that things are trending, you know, with, with the governor uh, issuing the order that uh, high school sports can go on, I think it's probably trending that way. So, well, and especially, you know, Jimmy mentioned that Cuyahoga County is finally out of the top ten uh, worst. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah that's absolutely. an encouraging sign. Now, for sure. granted, not everyone who's going to go to the game is from Cuyahoga County, but right. it, it, at least if the surrounding area is improving, like that's – that that's a win, and I and I will say that that there will be mask mandates probably at every oh, single yeah. NFL oh, stadium. Sure. So, you know, well, maybe not maybe not Dallas. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think and I think most people, you know, if they got to go see live football, I think that a lot of people would just get over it. You know what I mean? A lot of people yeah. would be pissed off and think it's stupid, but yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting to find out. Um, I know, you know, baseball doesn't feel that different, you know, with like the pumped in stadium noise, you know, basketball, we will get into this one later. The basketball feels different. I don't know what it's going to feel like in an NFL stadium. Yeah. Uh, without, with, or without, you know, without, with reduced fans or without fans. I, it'll right. be interesting to see how it physically looks and feels. Cause we have two examples right now. The NBA clearly feels different with like the big screens and you can hear, you know, the squeak of the shoes. Sure. Um, and, and baseball doesn't really impact much of anything for me at all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see. So, um, moving right along, let's, uh, we're going to get into the NBA for a little bit, but, uh, let's talk about our boy, the ultimate fighting championship. Hey. UFC 252 was held on Saturday and, uh, Hashtag and still. And still. Stipe you know got the job done. I'm going to admit it on live air. Uh, not live. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to admit it on air. Hot mic. I was uh, doubtful. Oh, gosh. I really Same. was. I was. I was I, like I like going in or like as the fight was going on? Going in. Okay. And kind of both. Yeah. The, the, first, the first round, I did not feel good. And then second round, I started to feel better. Yeah, the first round, DC took him down, didn't he? I mean, he got up. Almost. He got up, but. Yeah. He looked, I, I wasn't too, once I saw Stipe fight the first round, I was like, okay, that definitely could have gone his way. Who knows what these judges. Second round came, I was like, okay, Stipe looks amazing. Yeah. I was right next to my buddy Max. Shout, shout out to Max if you're listening. Uh, his name's, middle name's Cleveland, by the way. Not sure if I've told oh, you about this. Oh, That's hey. spectacular. Yeah. Um, he needs to come on the podcast. I think he'd be more than happy to yeah. come on the podcast. There you go. Um, yeah, we were just saying he looks good. Yeah. He looks lean. He looks in shape. He that was the thing that I that I like like at the way at the press conference and then the weigh-ins. I'm like, holy crap! Like Stipe looks. He looked good. In shape for a 37 wow. year old. Yeah, and yeah. I tell you what, on the flip side, DC did not. He looked no, like he's he, been commentating yeah, a lot he, lately. He never does. <laughs> well, no, I mean, to me, he never does. But he even for him, it didn't feel. He didn't look particularly inspiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he outweighed Stipe by about five pounds, and he's like f- six inches shorter. Mm-hmm. So it's, 
Fuck the yeah. thickness. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the thickness. Thick boy. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, so I, I, I stayed home. I didn't actually order the flight. I followed it on Twitter, and then I was able to stream a little bit of, <coughs> illegally, <coughs> stream a little bit of it. <laughs> Um, so I, I actually saw the, uh, I think it was the last two rounds. Um, I was able to figure out. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so you saw the eye poke? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. What happened? Which one? Poke? Which, which by the way. Which one? Yeah. Right. right. I saw it. Stipe poke DC. Unbelievable. Three, three two. fights in a row. Yeah. Huh? Three fights in a row. Stipe gets eye poked by DC. No, I'm talking about Stipe poking DC. Oh, I was I just saw. saying when, yeah. when DC pokes Stipe, D- like, DC pokes everybody. It's not just Stipe. Well, when you got so a, when you got a guy who's coming at you with his fingers out, like, the last the last fight and he got warned like three times, something like that. I don't understand how they keep giving warnings. So like, everyone knows is what he does. Well, that's a that's a thing. It was like. Uh, and I'm glad he really didn't complain about it after the fight because he has to know that he has a reputation for poking people in the eye. So if if he gets poked, it's I like heard... turnabout's fair play. I mean, it was bad though. It was like it was a terrible like eye like play. a third of Stipe's finger went into his eye socket. It was bad, and I heard oh. so many people oh, say, it was, "Look it up." Look at the pictures oh, are gross. I, I, I heard so many that. people say Stipe should have been DQ'd. I was like, "Okay, That's hold BS. on, hold That's on." For, I was yeah. like, if DC didn't get DQ'd yes. in the last fight after he did how many times? DC already poked him in the eye in that fight. Exactly. I'm like, he should have been DQ'd. A point definitely should have been taken yeah, away. Yeah, you could. That was yeah, a okay. bad eye poke. It was. A, it was you bad. can't say, all right, DC wins. Yeah. You can't go on anymore. For, and first of all, DC's eye was already messed up before it was. he got poked. I didn't notice that because I saw some. So pictures yeah, of people it talking probably that. did mess with his vision, but poking it. But everybody's like, oh, his eyes swollen shut. No, his eye was already. I think me- it was after eye the was, second round. Yeah, his eye was already effed up. That second round, man. If I tell you what, if if dude, if that if that round was ten seconds longer, that fight's over. He just yep. held on, dude. That yep. when when uh, Stipe glanced him with the first right hook, but when he hit him flush with the second right hook, that I'm like, so, oh, I got that's so hyped. I flew out of my chair. Dude, oh, the screaming. best thing is too is there's no fans, so you could hear every shot that's landed. So when he, that was oh man, it was clear. I got God, hyped. It was like the the second fight right against yeah, the cage, and then he had yeah he hit him he had him mounted against the cage, and he was just like wailing on him if that was 10 seconds longer that was when i finally, obviously i felt a lot better at that a point, lot more but, oh yeah because uh, then you saw dc get up after the after the bell and he like stumbled over to his car oh he, he had no idea where oh, he was my he God. was in he a was, bad way yeah, he, that's i'm telling you that second one where he got hit right here right with nose. that right hook oh my gosh but uh that's thank god sound. he won it and yeah. I, there I, of course there was a little controversy but not as bad as i thought initially i thought they were just gonna be like that one's tainted. The eye poke, blah blah blah. This doesn't count. Yeah, run it back. I'm not hearing. I a lot haven't of seen that. any of yeah. that. I think DC. He didn't even acknowledge it so much. The day after the fight, you know, in the interview with Rogan, he said, "Like I can't see." I he see immediately black. brought it up or whatever, and I was like, "Dude." But he. But the day after, he didn't yeah. say anything. And his tweet was that. super classy. Mm-hmm. Like his like yeah. his, his official like, yeah. statement like was. Well, because like, I think he's he's not looking for another fight. So no, like not, so like because done. like he's he's done. Yeah, he's forty three years old. Like and we said he's not in the greatest of shape. Like he's done. Forty one. DC. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he forty yeah. one? I thought he was forty three. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's forty. He's gonna have an incredible career <laughs> commentating yeah, okay. and coaching. Like he's he's gonna be fine. He's, yeah, he's he's, set up. he's got a very long career ahead of him. Yeah. This was a nice fat payday. Would he have liked to have won? Oh, of course, sure. sure. But he was. He said he was. Yeah, he said he was retiring either way. 
Like even if he won, became heavyweight t- champ, and John Jones came up to heavyweight, like he he says not he he was not fighting John Jones. Oh, he would I don't think he would want to. No. no. Well, and that's oh. you know that's what I'm more interested in is what happens next. So our resident UFC expert here, what what is the most likely scenario? Yeah, I have a, I have next a few. Is what? It, so yeah. in my mind, there's a couple options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John John Jones is coming up to heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. He, if, he, if so, he essentially tweeted that. For just, sure. Who does he, he relinquish the belt? Yeah. Who does he have to fight first? Is he going to have fight Francis? Is he going to have to start lower down the rat the ladder? Is he just by reputation no, alone yeah. going to get get shuffled yeah, near the top? The lowest he'll go is Francis. Yeah. Best case scenario. Who's what? Three. Uh, two. Francis, I think he's the num- number one. Two? I think so. So it goes. Contender. Yeah. It, so I'm always confused at how the rankings go. In, so in one the is you're the you're the next up. Yeah. So, so one one is your the so yeah. so Stipe is C for champ. Yep. Right. And then uh, f- right now Francis is one because he's one. the number one contender. Number one contender. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it was a little confusing. Yeah. But, no. So because who's who's so, you, so on the list you don't it's, count the um, champion. Probably. Um, it's not Derek Lewis. It's not Derek it's, Lewis. Um, my balls was hot. You guys remember that? Why'd yeah, you, yeah, you, I remember why'd that. Why'd you take your shorts off? <laughs> Balls is hot. Yeah, because in the one, which fight? Who was he fighting when he did that? Like his shorts fell off. It was uh, Volkanovski, maybe. Was that the yeah. Connor fight? I think. Yeah, I think that's. What I think that was. Because <laughs> uh, that was that, that, Yeah, that was right before he fought uh, DC. Yeah, for the title. Yeah, because he had him next. Yeah, DC smoked him. Just fantastic. Um, but. <clears throat> but heavyweight, yeah. so it goes DC, who is one, Francis with two. Francis moves up to one. Curtis Blades is fighting Derek Lewis. Uh, Blades is three, Derek Lewis is four. Okay. And Junior Dos Santos just lost. So just, yeah. DC's out. So by Francis the way, is up by next. the way, I would love to see uh, JDS's uh, drug test uh, after because I've never, I've, I've watched JDS fight probably five or six, six times. He's never looked that ripped. He's pretty jacked. Yeah. Holy crap. I remember, I remember when Stipe, I remember yeah. when he, that's where Stipe won the belt for the first time, right? He beat, I think he beat JDS. He beat, uh, or was it Verdum? Verdum, that's, to win wait. The title. Yeah, Verdum, right. In Brazil. I always get Verdum and uh, Overeem mixed up. He beat him in Cleveland. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, knocked him and out. Still. So, so what you're saying is like, I think most likely. Jones coming up, there's no way he's fighting anybody but the number one contender. Yeah, it's either Francis or Stipe. Yeah. There's or, they, or, they, or they just immediately put him into. Dude, how, how, how pissed if you're every I mean I get it everybody else knows that Jones carries weight but like how pissed are you if you're like the number two number three number I four, think personally I think personally I think because Stipe just fought they should have Jones and Nganu fight and then the winner I gets think that's Stipe. the fight to make and that makes yeah. I mean it makes a lot of sense those are two big paydays because because Nganu is like he's the guy that everybody he's like the even though he already fought Stipe and Stipe beat him he's he's still he's like He's, he's the next a, big thing, yeah, and he's gone on a tear since yeah. losing this defense. Right, so he's he's young in the and sense you just that like look at him, and then you think, okay, well, everybody considers when he's healthy and when his mind is right. John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. So, like Jones versus Ngannou, who's like the hype. Well, up. he's only been training for a few years, which is scary. Ngannou, yeah, I know. Maybe four or five right. years. Yeah, really. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's four or five. It was four or five years uh, when he fought Stipe the first time. Still, but that was like that, at all. that was like what six year? seven years training MMA. Oh. You're number one contender in the UFC. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just a freak. How do you think? Unheard you know, of. How do Jones and Ngannou match up then? Do we have any idea what to expect out of a heavyweight? Jones? I want to. I would put I my money know, on John, but you know. Yeah, I want to know how big Jones is going to get to fight at heavyweight. He got big for a time. He, right. He, he was like he heavy. was into like powerlifting for a mm-hmm. while, and you're going to see that John yeah. soon. 
six months or so. What I mean, can't like, get that big if you're doing coke. <laughs> just yeah, he's gonna party it up. He did say something. He's gonna remain in the USADA drug pool or the the drug testing pool. So not too much partying. We'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. But um, um, Stipe, you know, and still, I was like I said, I was doubtful. I was just kind of nervous because DC. I just had a feeling I was gonna get my hopes up, and DC wasn't gonna go out losing. Like right. He's gonna. I could see this. He's gonna win. It's gonna be some big emotional thing. He's gonna. I'm retired going out on top. My legacy cemented. Right. Yeah, d- he was comparing himself of. to Jordan at the I, press conference. He said, I'm going to be the greatest fighter of all time. Like, okay, slow your roll, guy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, when I, he's like, your dad. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, right. He's like, when I, he's like, when I win, he's like, when I win and I go out with the title, I'm going to be considered one of the greatest athletes of all time up there. With, oh, my goodness. With, no, no. So listen to who he name dropped. <laughs> so, first of all, he name dropped Michael Jordan, which, Tiger okay. Woods, I think. And Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. <laughs> like you don't like like football players. Like you name if you're talking about the goat, you're name dropping Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. You can't say you're the greatest of all time in a sport that you've literally lost to the guy twice. Yeah. No, okay, two guys twice. Two, two guys, guys twice. John Jones owns you. Yeah. And he's Bay so, arguably so, owns you now too. So the two the two best guys in the two weight classes that he fought in. Yeah. He's lost two twice. All time. I don't yeah. want to hear it. He's one of the he greatest. Never beat, he never Absolutely. beat John Jones. And to me, his his win against Stipe, and now proven, was a fluke. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was, just one, it was one shot. He, he was gone. able to get in, but and he dirty boxed, and he just, is, yeah. Yeah, that is a sport. sport. And, and right. That's part of it, and, you know. But, yeah, for sure. I mean, Stipe is now, I, he was before. Like, every time, like, when, when, he, when he defended the belt for the fourth time, Everybody's like, nobody's ever done that before. He's the greatest heavyweight of all time. Then he lost to DC. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Then he beat DC again, got the title back. Now everybody again was like, he's the greatest heavyweight of all time. And then they set up the third fight, and like they're still not giving him his respect. And now even Dana, Dana's never never called him the greatest of all time. He called him the greatest. He said he's like, it's hard to argue. He said now. he yeah. He's like whoever wins this fight will be the greatest heavyweight of all time, mm-hmm. which I think is weird to. To say DC is how many how many fights has DC had in heavyweight? I think he started off. Oh, he started heavyweight. heavyweight. Okay, I believe so. I didn't he know started that. heavyweight, and then he. That makes sense if you just look at him. Years. Yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, he's an incredible. I, I'm taking nothing away from DC. He's, a, he's an Olympian. He's 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 a you know a, an incredible wrestler, he's a, he's like, an incredible nice fighter, he and he's like a, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy, and and he's dude, he's got like a tw- he still has a 20 year UFC career ahead of him. Being an announcer, he's he's a fantastic sure. announcer. I love him as a commentator. Hate him as a fighter. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just yeah. Happy he's retired. Yeah, right. For sure. He did it. He did it. He did it. Dude, he no. did it again. He he in the first round he tried to take Stipe down and then he didn't do it again the rest of the no. fight. And he said like the whole week uh, up to the fight he said I'm going to utilize my wrestling. I'm an Olympic wrestler. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. Yeah, he tried a couple times. Stipe stuffed it. He's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, we, now. what we what we fail to realize is Stipe's a good wrestler too. Yeah, he's, wrestler. Not, he's not, not an Olympian. Not scrub. He's not an Olympian. Like, not he's good enough defense to yeah stuff yeah. it. But uh, well, and I just like that anytime he just controlled him up against the cage so well too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't. He DC couldn't get away. Couldn't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. There was, and I tell you what though, Stipe took some shots. The yeah, he dome. Did. Oh, he's like, a shin on him. Dude, he's got he, yeah. His, yeah. For him at his age, and I know like, I'm not trying shots. to pick on him for being a little bit older. He got a little bit. He was joking with some of the um, interview, quite you know, some of the interviewers after the the fight. Yeah, he had some him, funny comments. Dude, his, his comments were hilarious. If you haven't watched them, I highly yeah. recommend you go check out. How's he? Yeah, he's a fan favorite. He's Come funny on. as hell. That's why I don't get why people don't love him more. It's just nuts. But at any rate, he's talking about like, bah, I'm not that old. Come on, get out of here. But 
for him at well, 37, 38, like, mm-hmm. yeah. DC hit him in the head a lot, like hard. And I, like, I took even a, in the last, even yeah. in the last fight, too. If any one of us were to take a glancing blow from either one of those guys, we're not waking up for a week. No. And Stipe just took him to the dome no. on repeat and just kept on going. Yeah. It was impressive as hell, man. And these it, guys are freeze. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. Good for him. Yeah. So shout out, Stipe. Shout uh, out. If you ever want to come on a podcast, Hit us up. I know you're. Li- I know you're listening to this. We'll I'm gonna tag you. We'll find a way. Post. See a Robbie Barstool. I did see, dude. Dude, how crazy! He's like 22 years old. He He's was one of four it. credentialed media members at that fight. Four. What am I doing? And he start. Life? He started at Barstool four years ago. He couldn't even get an internship. He emailed them like a thousand times trying to get an internship, and he was interning for. Uh, like foreplay the golf podcast. He doesn't golf. He just wanted to get in with Barstool. <laughs> now he's their UFC guy. He's Had their UFC guy. You know oh, yeah. he has his own podcast. He's um he's at the you know the biggest pay per view of the year. Like as one of the four credentialed media members. Killing it. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, out Robbie. Him. Shout out to him. It's so cool. Octagon Bob. <laughs> See him walking around like Connor. In the yeah, cage. I saw that. I saw that. Oh man. Um, but yeah, so shout out Stipe. Um, Sorry I ever doubted you. Yeah, I did not. I didn't doubt him. No. Not that I didn't doubt what he's capable of. No, I was you just thought, yeah. Scared the, the, it, was, it was lining up to be like the Cinderella, not the Cinderella, but like the storybook yep. ending for DC exactly. and his career That's and all that saying. stuff. Exactly. But um, I, think, I think what we've learned is... Thank like, God that didn't happen. UFC, more so than any other sport, is the hardest sport to, to try and predict. Mm-hmm. 100%. Anything could happen. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, Sean O'Malley. I mean, uh, the guy's undefeated. He, he He's looking like he's going to be the next Conor McGregor, and then, you know, he Fs up his ankle and he loses the fight. He'll bounce back. Oh, sure. He'll be all right. This guy, this guy, Sean O'Malley, uh, colored his yeah, hair the Ecuadorian yeah. flag because his, his opponent oh. is from Ecuador. I had no idea. I saw that. I saw he had rainbow hair before. So he changed it for this fight. He went yellow, red, and blue for the Ecuadorian flag <laughs> because his opponent, <laughs> I think, is Farrell. Yeah. Which is awesome like when you win. Yeah. Stretch it out. Not when you look like an your ass ankle. when you yeah. go to the Stretch it out. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. a good look. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we uh, wrap up, let's let's do some uh, NBA bubble talk. Let's, uh, let's chit-chat about what's going on with the bubble. I know – we talked about it uh, last night as we were prepping for this episode. I just, man, I don't know. Okay, there it is. Love it. Uh, credit NBC for this uh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> this fire intro. Yeah, don't get it. The NBA on NBC. Dude, this is. You know, Nelly made a song on, based on this. Uh, I did not know that. Oh yeah, awesome. I kind of respect yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. So we've got bubble ball going on, playoff bubble ball, bubble ball. And what I was saying is, man, it's just it's it's so hard for me to to get into this right now. Even even with the, I will say, the playoffs is getting me into it a little bit more. I watched um, what was the early game today? Mm-hmm. One of the early games, Orlando Milwaukee. I didn't see that one. Did they end up winning? Magic. Orlando won. Yeah, Magic. Wow. Orlando won by like twelve. Going on? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, and I know Jordan disagrees. Yeah, I still There's, disagree. There's the bubble. I don't know. Dude, the bubble, like, like, yeah, eight seeds aren't supposed to beat one seeds. They're not even supposed to be competitive with one seeds, but it's a weird freaking year, dude. I think I have to tell you, stuff will happen. I'm not, and again, and again, I'm not, like, I'm not going to go out and say, hey, Orlando won game one. They're going to win. They're going to beat the Bucs. No. 
there's a there's a greater probability that the Bucks are going to win the next four games and win the series four to one. Right. But I'm saying like there's more of a possibility that even before Magic won this game, even if the Bucks won the game today, I would still be like, hey. I think the Magic are going to get a couple games out of this series. I think they could possibly push to seven, because it's just it's it's weird. It's it's like no holds bar. It's the wild wild west. Like like yeah, game one, the Bucks were the home team. You would think there's no way in a normal year there's no way the Magic's are the the Magic's, the Magic are are going into Milwaukee and stealing a game. But the game was played, funny enough, in Orlando, even though the Bucks were the home team. Because we're in this bubble scenario where nobody has any sort of home court advantage at all. That's that, why I think it's that, weird. That happens, though, even in regular years where the, 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 the favorite will lose a weird home game. Yeah, I get it. But, but the eight, I the, I, I, how I, many I, times has the eight seed beaten the one seed? One time. No, I mean in, like, game one. Oh, I don't know about Well, game it's happened one. more than one time. I think it's literally only happened one time. Well, now I might be. An no, idiot. the Denver Nuggets did it in the nineties. Let me see. And uh, it, Dallas, or the Warriors did it against seeds. Dallas in a series. Being yeah, first seed. The Warriors did it against yeah. Dallas, and then uh, didn't the Bulls or didn't the Celtics do it against the Bulls when uh, Derrick Rose got it hurt? Looks like it's twice. Yeah, Nuggets. Nuggets did it in the nineties and... when they had Matumbo. Oh no, Knicks. Versus Heat. The Knicks versus the Heat. And, not, and well, then they, Golden State and Dallas. That was the yeah. three times it's happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, even even game one, like eight seed go, beating one seed is just not supposed to happen. But this is a weird year. And, you know, I, I showed all – oops, sorry. I showed all these guys the uh, first quarter stats of the uh, um, of the Blazers Heat – or Blazers and Lakers game. And the Blazers are spanking the Lakers. It's now a one-point game one at halftime. Game, so, yeah. you know that game's that game's up for grabs. Who knows? I I disagree. I think I I, I, I the, the home court advantage is definitely not going to come to play like it normally does. Uh, but the 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 play is not affected. These guys, it's not going to affect them. I don't think how they play. Um, I fully oh, expect I completely disagree. I fully expect the eight seeds to soundly be beaten by the by the first seeds, and I. I, I, I just completely not, disagree with the fact that they're I the style of play is not different. Do I, I feel a wager brewing? No, I'm no, not I wagering because that. Oh, because, come on. No, because, because, because he knows he's going to lose. Because no, he knows he's going to lose. First of all, first of all, you, you've been putting words in my mouth for days. My argument has not been that the eight seeds are going to beat the one seeds. I've never once said that. Okay, what's your argument? You then? you're saying you you think that it's a foregone conclusion that there's no chance that either one of them. We'll yeah, win. I still think that. I think that there's a better than a normal year's chance. This is all I'm saying. I'm saying that this is not a normal year. So I'm saying that. And also, the way that the Blazers are playing in the bubble, they're not a normal eight seed. I think that's very reasonable. That's a reasonable take. I still don't think it affects... I still don't think it affects whether they're going to. Well, I mean, a we'll see. I mean, the Lakers or not. We'll but. know. We'll know in a week's time. But yeah, I mean, I, without an injury to AD or LeBron, I don't understand. I just can't. I just can't imagine it. I just I don't can't. Know. I just. I mean, I, I guess I'm just not as high in the Lakers as you are. I no, I, I don't think they're going to win. I think I think the Clippers have a better chance to win the title. Oh, for than, sure. Yeah. But but also, I'll say this: if Porzingis doesn't get ridiculously kicked out of that game last night, Dallas has a damn good shot of winning yeah. that game. Well, last night. The, the, always there's always one or two games that that fluctuate. I mean, I, I just we'll see. But but I, it's I it's know. a lot different. I, it's a lot different than 
than an, an eight seed winning a game when they're down 0-2 than them stealing game oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's happened before. That's that's it's definitely happened before. I, we've there's been a lot of weird stuff we, over the course of a seven game series. The better team's always going to win. It's literally three times has it not been the case. Like it. Well, speaking well, of eight and one seeds, eight and one seeds, eight and one seeds. Yeah. There are upsets. There's all been the time. many upsets before, but speaking of eight and one seeds, but over the course of a seven game series, the better team generally wins. Um, generally, uh, we'll see. I I personally basketball is my favorite sport, and I've been thoroughly enjoying this ever since the restart happened. Restart actually happened right when my, uh, right before my vacation started uh, a couple weeks ago. So me and my dad had a great time watching all the games. It's weird uh, watching NBA basketball in what is it? Where are we in August now? Is bizarre. It's late August. Strange. Getting getting Very towards late strange, August too. But I kind of, at first, I had an attitude of I don't even want to watch this. It's stupid. But then, I kind of just bought into the bubble and. I saw the guys bringing in their sound systems and their game, See, gaming systems, and I was like, all right, this is kind of weird, but cool. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's weird right now. There's masks everywhere, socially distanced, the bars close at 10. I, I, for a while, I was just really bitter about the whole thing, but I'm just, I'm in, I'm just embracing it now as best I can. Um, like, as a, one of our, my roommate's buddies, birthday we're celebrating at our place normally we pregame a bit before we go out we're doing the opposite we're going out <laughs> right as a pregame then we're coming back to our place for a little party everything's weird i'm just trying to be more positive now i got real bitter and frustrated for a bit so favorite sport nba is weird but i don't see any much difference in the competition i think it's i think they're going hard um and we'll see. Uh, the The Portland Trailblazers are, are probably one of the better eight seeds I've seen in a long time. There's no doubt there. It's kind of weird if you, because they were really bad throughout a lot of this year, and then they yeah. kind of a lot of a lot of just, it had to do with injuries. Yeah, and then they kind of just like Nurkic was out until yeah, the restart. Nur- Nurkic, He's one of their most important Nurkic players. Nurkic being out was obviously the reason why they were so bad for a while. But um, I don't know about their defense especially in the playoffs, but they're doing well right now, so we'll see. Anybody's defense in the bubble. There's been good defense. The the Raptors' defense is good. The Lakers' defense has go. been good. No, it's <laughs> true. It's, it. No, I'm saying this little argument's gonna. Come no, up. it's 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 an accurate no, statement. I don't, I don't want a two and a half hour episode. No, we won't. We won't do that. We won't do that. Um, yeah, it's also not an accurate statement, but that's okay. It, okay. If you give up 110 points in a game, it's, you're it's not the NBA. This is not doesn't college. matter. It, it does. Um, it this, doesn't matter. This is so fun. Some of these guys, there's matter. literally no one on the planet that can stop them. Like it's not like when people watch the guys go on a fast break. Oh, what kind of defense was that? What are they gonna do? These guys are so they have their fast twitch muscles are at another level. They'll do one little thing and then they're already dunking it. Like it's not like college where you have a chance to stop a guy on a fast break. You don't stand a chance. Ninety percent, unless you're LeBron James and block by James happens. Like most of those plays end up being a score. It's just how the the sport is. I mean, I don't know. There's been good. Houston played great defense today. Blew me out. I did not expect to see that. That was bizarre. Uh, and the Raptors have been solid. Uh, Lakers have been solid for the most part, but we'll see. I'm enjoying the bubble. Uh, I don't expect everyone to enjoy it. No fans sucks, just like it does with every sport. Baseball, it looks like soccer. It, honestly, it, it's it's like it's like they're playing all star games. That's all they're doing. 
I, it's like rec league all star games. That's all it is. They're, they're playing. All-star. They're playing basketball. They're dribbling the ball up the court and jacking. Threes. That's, that's you're not watching game. games then. Because yes, I'm 100 watching. That's not games. what's happening at all. Yeah, you, I, it's not what's happening. Yeah, that's that's objectively false. No, it's they're not. they're competing. They're playing basketball. It's basketball. No, it's not. It's you know what's stupid is all the other sports that are you know they're all dumb. No, there's no fans. It's weird, but they're still playing their sports. It hasn't changed. Soccer is still soccer. Baseball is baseball. Basketball is basketball. It doesn't it doesn't change anything. Don't you think that's what the sports become though? Jacking up threes. I mean, yeah, that's part of the reason why that, I hate it. That ha- well, there you go. It's well, not just yeah. a bubble thing. First of all, not all the teams are doing that. This, yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, it's, they are. Dan. <laughs> I'll show you stats that prove that's not true. Aside from Houston, L, uh, not LA, Houston, um, Dallas, and teams like that, not every team's doing what we do, like what the Rockets do. Most teams are shooting a lot of jumpers. Yeah, it's just but, James Harden driving to the rack and getting fouled. It's, the free throw line James, the, Rockets, the Rockets play with drives and three-pointers. That's yeah. all they do. That's, that's their that's – their, and the, the Dallas their Mavericks actually play a very similar – the only difference is they have Porzingis, so they can do some – some paint play. Mm-hmm. Sixers do some paint play. There's I've never a lot seen of diversity. A more effective, slow step back than like Luca doing. Yeah, it. It yeah, but so you can't absurd. stop it. It's so absurd how slow it is, but how effective. It you is. can't stop it because he's you a can't. six eight point guard. Nobody can block his yeah. shot. So crazy. It's, yeah, he's he's gonna he's be unreal. something else. He is unreal. Special. Yeah, yeah. So NBA basketball Woo. sports. <laughs> What do, I mean, what do you guys think? We're the one. We're over here bickering about it. What do you guys think? I don't think I really watch enough of it. I, I watch the primetime games like we were talking about the other day. Like, I'll probably go home and watch this Lakers second half. Um, I don't agree with Dan in the sense saying it's all rec league, all-star game, only jacking up threes. Because I've seen some good play, but the NBA has mostly become jacking up threes. Not all the time, but it's predominantly it's that. It's evolved thanks to the Warriors. The whole league yeah. had to adjust. That this Not what we're watching right now is, which I don't agree that every team shoots threes. That's not true. That's objectively false. But the That's Warriors. His That's his favorite thing to say. In the it's world. true. The Warrior. The Warriors transformed the game to the point where every team, if they wanted to have a chance to beat them, realistically had to develop some sort of bizarre three point thing Mm -hmm. i mean let's be honest i love the raptors i love Kawhi, but they only won because the warriors had no stars left at the end except for like curry like they had they lost everybody like i feel so bad for them that's i don't feel no i don't feel bad for them at all in fact it was kind of funny curry and they had because they had they defeated a lot of teams because other stars went down us i mean the Cavs. (laughs) The Spurs, the Rockets, yeah, Spurs too. like all those teams lost core players. So I don't feel bad for them at all. But it's kind of, you know, you got to wonder if they didn't lose Clay, KD, and who's the other guy? I, they lost somebody else. If they didn't lose those guys, I don't know if the Raptors win that series. Yeah, but. yeah I, admittedly, I'm not much. Oh, of KD a, doesn't get hurt, no way. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, if he's 100%, no chance. I'm not much of a basketball fan, so I don't I'm – I'm a casual uh, – you know, I'll follow the cat. Part of the problem for the, with the bubble, for me, has nothing to do with the bubble and the play happening. It's just the Cavs aren't there, so I sort of checked out. And that's just because I'm a bandwagon fan. When the Cavs are good because of LeBron, I pay attention yeah. and I'll talk shit. Yeah. Because I'm one of, you know what I mean? If I'm just being honest. I, I, am, I have transitioned into 
being more honest with myself and that I am a LeBron fan more than I am uh, probably even a Cavs fan at this point. I want to see LeBron's legacy surpassed Jordan. That's like that. You like seeing greatness. I, yeah, that's yeah. that's where yeah, I yeah, am. No, now. for sure. And so yeah, like, I get that. I would never in a million years have thought I would root for the Lakers to win anything because I just grew up sort of. They're like the evil empire. They're like the Yankees in baseball. They they have a million rings. You don't like them because you don't like them, whatever. But nowadays, like I want LeBron to have every piece of ammunition to go up against uh, Jordan in the in the goat debate. And I don't think he'll ever get there, quite honestly. Um, you know, in terms of mass, um, you know, in terms of like public perception, yeah, in yeah. my mind, he can, but I don't think enough people will get there. Yeah. But at any rate, to answer your um, question, I'm not really paying attention simply because I'm a casual fan of best. For what you guys do know, let's go around the room real fast and end this segment uh, with who you think the finals will be. I'll go first. Go for it. I think it's Clippers Raptors. I think those are the two teams that I think are most consistent and have the most well-rounded. I was thinking Bucks a while ago, but after seeing the Rockets and a few teams oddly contain Giannis, I just don't know if he's there yet. I don't know. I, they're a great team, and he's going to be an amazing – he is an amazing player and will be an amazing and player. And I see, like, the Raptors this year without Kawhi, the record's, think, like, the same or I better. I think the Raptors right? are legit. Oh, I don't think they're better than no, last no, no, year No, I'm Kawhi. not saying they are, but, I'm, yeah. but I'm, like, record-wise. Oh, I think the record right. this year compared they, to last year was about the same. Let's just put it this way. They're not better. Well, yeah, well, because Kawhi missed, like, like because of load management. He yeah, didn't play, right. like, 30 games last year. They put together a team that's formidable. Like mm-hmm. it's, so, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm saying Clippers Raptors. Yeah, that's my two. That's my pick. I'm gonna go with Raptors, and I'm gonna say Lakers because why not? Sure. Yeah, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, you know, it's it's painfully, I guess, obvious. I'm still gonna stick with Lakers Bucks. I think. That, okay. I, yeah. I, I think that the Raptors are compelling. I think that the Cl- um, not the Clippers. Well, the Clippers are compelling too. Uh, the Celtics have a shot in the East as well. I think they're, that's they're, another good they're, Eastern they're team. They're a good team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gordon Hayward's out now. Four weeks. Oh, is he really? That sucks. I forgot yeah. about that. Gordon Hayward Shoot. is just. Oh, Gordon Hayward's hurt again. No way. Yeah. He's look at Four him. weeks too. Look at him. He's a Boston Kevin Love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, Gordon Hayward has never and probably will never win a championship. That's mm, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll go with the obvious. I'll go Bucks Lakers. You guys ready for a curveball? Oh, he's going to say Portland go. Trailblazers. No, I'm not. <laughs> this, I bring up the Trailblazers. This guy, like, hoops his pants. He, it's still – he. no matter how much you say it doesn't, it goes no, back I, to the I fact don't, that – No, I don't like it. Dame hit that shot to knock yeah, the Rockets but, out of the playoffs. But to say they're, like, going to do I'm not anything say in the playoffs that. is ridiculous. I'm not going to say that. Like, you, like, derailed my – I had this whole thing like, Rockets. What's your curveball? What's yeah. your curveball? Nuggets heat. Okay, that's terrible. That's, wow. That's, Why is that terrible? Two bad takes. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. bad, well, dude. What are the down. Heat doing right now? They're not doing The anything. Heat are, are the one team in the bubble that plays no. good defense. That's, oh my God, that's so false. The Raptors are the number one defensive team in the NBA. That's not debatable. It's just not. It's just so Okay, so you're, false. Talking about, you're talking about stats over the whole year. I said in the bubble. I don't think. Listen that to what I said, I and stop looking at changes. Ryan when you're when you're answering me. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I don't think that changes, Dan. Well, I'm that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying in the bubble. So because of that, you think that the- where are they playing games? They're playing games in a bubble. You can't. Everything that happened before well, the wanted, bubble is thrown know, out. I do, I just want to know why you think the Heat are going to make the finals. 
because I don't think there's any team that can beat them in a seven-game series in the East. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's all I need to know. That would be a curveball. Yeah, that's a hot take. I think the, the, the sexy, obvious picks are Bucks and Raptors, followed by uh, the Celtics. And then yeah. I think there's a pretty steep drop-off. After until that. Like, and yeah, in terms of like what people think will happen. Some people are clinging to Philadelphia. I'm a big Philadelphia. Oh, I, I, I don't believe in Philly. I don't. Joel, I can Well, Simmons is already like possibly out for yeah. the whole the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. So I don't believe. Quick that. thing, and I don't. We don't need to belabor this point. When the rumors were coming out about the Cavs packaging pretty much everybody no, for Ben Simmons, no, 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 no. That was that was insane. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that was credible. I, no. I hope to God it wasn't. I mean, Simmons might want that. You know, as as much as I uh, am uh-huh. bewildered by the fact that. Uh, all everybody does is shoot threes in the NBA right now. If you, if you, Guess if who you, doesn't. right. But if, but if you trade for a guy that legitimately like doesn't have that option, that's you. I mean, it's a poor choice. Yeah, it's almost absurd. Yeah. how bad of a it's, shooter he is. Especially yeah. since he's supposed to be a superstar. Like that's right. that's like if, it's, if he's I mean, a role every, player, I mean then every whatever. other part of his game is superstar caliber. But right. The fact that the guy legitimately just can't shoot, like it's it's bizarre. Like he can't. You can't shoot. It's a problem in today's NBA. Big problem. That's for like, sure. I don't know at this point if it's just a mental block. I think it's been a problem. Unless you're a big man, if you can't shoot, that's always been a problem in the NBA. Like, you can yeah. you can be like... But even uh, big men now can shoot. I mean, shoot. how yeah. was he in high school yeah. and college? Was he fine? I have no idea. Well, so, so here's the thing. is high school and college, he was so athletically above everybody else that it didn't matter. Yeah. Now he's in a league where everybody is just as athletic as he is. Well, in terms of like a three-point percentage. Why well, he probably because not, he not just like driving not, in the hoop like like what I was saying is like nobody could stop him from driving in the hoop in, in high school shot. and college so he yeah. probably didn't shoot threes yeah. yeah now there are ways in the NBA when guys are so big athletic where they can pack the paint like what the Spurs did against LeBron for that for that uh, time before LeBron developed a jump shot but LeBron's shot was never as bad as Ben Simmons no no absolutely not. I mean he was already shooting LeBron at least could shoot thirty percent from three when he walked into the yeah. league. Ben yeah. Simmons, I mean, God, he'd, he'd be better off just closing his eyes and shooting. <laughs> that bad. So, yeah, I'm sorry I have different takes on That's the NBA. Rough. Okay. I like it, though. All right. My bad. Sorry, I'm not going to pick the Lakers and the Bucks. I, hey, I didn't. I, I, don't know I didn't look at about. you. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All so, right. We'll see. Hot takes. Would it, would it be better if we all had the same exact matchups? No. No. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not sold. I'm not as sold on the Nuggets, but I, like I said, wanted to throw a curveball. I do think the Heat are coming out of the East. The curveball was interesting. The curveball was thrown. Yep. We'll see. Uh, Maybe none of us will be right. Yeah, watch it be like something stupid. Watch, it, yeah, be like uh, Dallas and uh, <laughs> Philly. God. After oh, all, I, 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 I legitimately will watch. I wouldn't, the I wouldn't watch that. I wouldn't watch if that. it's Dallas, Philly, I wouldn't watch it. I, I mean, I'd watch because I want Luca to win. I'm a big I, Luka fan. That's true. exactly why I wouldn't watch it. Okay, I uh, like I, I said, we don't want two and a half hour episode this week. I don't even know how much time we're on right now, we but uh, <laughs> one last thing I want to say before we get into the final segment. Okay. Uh, we I went to a really cool bar in Lakewood called O'Toole's. It was where the former Mad Max bar used to be, uh, which was a mac and cheese bar. Anyways, O'Toole's is the same owners as Sinato's Italian restaurant in the Flats. Oh. Uh, I met them. They're really cool. 
and we I told them about the podcast and they said they would love to have us on so we're working those details out right now but awesome. O'Toole's the reason why I bring this up because we kind of bring up places we've been to basically the only way I can describe it is sure it's a bar but it's also a baseball museum so they have original artifacts and signed this and signed that going back to like 30s and 40s at least 40s that's I, awesome uh, they have pennants and things from the World Series, 48 Indians, from the 54 Indians. When did they go to the World Series again? 55 or 54? Two or four. 54. 54. Uh, 48, they, 54, 95, yeah, 97, stuff, 16. Yeah, they have stuff like that. Uh, if you, you remember Taylor when he was on, mm-hmm. his grandfather's uh, Pope, who there's a famous shot of him like trying to get a home run, but uh, they have his name one of the pennants so like they have some cool stuff like it's legit stuff at first i was like oh what is this like thrift store so it's actually some guy's personal museum or collection and he's letting them use it as decor so it's really cool so i'm looking forward to this hopefully we can get get them on the show they said we could record there but in the meantime go check them out they have weekly specials various little different things and it's a great spot. I mean, you could spend hours just browsing all the different, uh, you know, artifacts, basically, that they have. They also have, like, a whiskey room, which has more artifacts in the back. So, pretty cool place. Shout out to O'Toole's. They are brave. They opened up during the pandemic. So, hopefully, they make oh, yeah. it. It looks like they already have a good following. <clears throat> so, best of luck to them. And looking forward to going there again i think we would all like it for sure we should go as a we should definitely check it out it sounds like a good time Mm -hmm. okay so let's end the episode let's do a quick round of shout outs and we'll get out of here uh i will go first um i want to shout out wendy's (laughs) bro yes yes the spicy crispy chicken sandwich is legit legitness it is incredible have you not had this before i was saying is this new to you what? Spicy chicken sandwich? Spicy crispy chicken sandwich. Oh, it's something new. Maybe this is. This is like brand new, huh? Yeah, I was yeah. going to oh, say. This is oh, not okay. the spicy, chi- this is not the value meal, like, this is something you get on the four for four. Oh. It's the crispy chicken sandwich, but it's, it tastes like a spicy chicken nugget from Wendy's. I'm confused. I am confused. I guess I'll have to try this. Oh, oh no, I, I know, no, I know what he's, it's, ba- it's. No, based, you know how yeah. McDonald's has the McChicken? Yeah. Yeah. It's, Wendy's, Wendy's version of that is a crispy chicken sandwich. They never had a spicy version of that. Yeah, they always just had a regular chicken sandwich. Yeah. Wendy's always had a spicy chicken. This is not the, the same thing. This is so not there's the, the, so there's a Wendy's spicy chicken and then Wendy's crispy spicy chicken. Spicy crispy chicken sandwich. You know how it's spicy? You know so, so there's crispy. two spicy sandwiches. Yes. Now. Okay. Yes. I did not realize that was going to be that hard. I even texted it to you. When you said it's a four for four, I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't a yeah. four for four before. No. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So hard to so say. So basically, four I'm not trying four. to be funny, but it's like the less. Yeah, it's the dot. Yeah, version. it's the. But. Okay, yeah, 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 but yeah. 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 Okay, that's cool. I, I would ar- I would argue having it, it's actually it's probably better. better. Yeah, it's, I'm not spicy it's spicier. Anything, so. Yeah, the spicy, I mean, spicy nuggets. So shout out to Wendy's for finally doing that because they've, they've needed to for a while. Yeah, that's weird when they got rid of the nuggets. Um, who are going to the finals? Who? Yeah, <laughs> the final <laughs> NBA finalists. Um, Jamal Murray, Jokic. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna go shout out to. Shout out to Lakewood Village Tavern. 
I went there oddly like four times last week, and I enjoyed <laughs> it every time. So Lakewood Village Tavern, you guys are great. You guys always take care of me and my friends. We need to make sure that you guys survive this. So, yeah, Lakewood Village Tavern. How nice of you, Jordan. Uh, shout out to a family friend of ours who uh, we just made aware that they're going to start listening to our podcast. Her oh. name is Gina Moore. Hey. Uh, so if you made it to an hour and 51 minutes oh into God. this podcast, thanks for listening, and I hope you continue to listen. So much to talk about. Thank you so much. Shout out. I'm going to go ahead and shout out my buddy Adam. He just had a birthday and uh, his first wedding anniversary the other day. Oh, so, hey now. This is my good friend who uh, brought oh, me out of the gym. Let me. You said wedding anniversary? Let me rephrase that. Hey now. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to my guy. There it is. Jen and I just actually uh, puppy sat for him and his wife while they were away. Brody, you're adorable. You're a little psycho. But he's like a mini Aussie shepherd. Awesome. There's that. Cool. All right. Well, um, you got. Are you I'm just giving you a shocker, bro? Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. Episode 122 in the books. Uh, it was a long one, but if you're still with us, thanks for listening. You can uh, follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Check out our website, lotlpodcast.com. And uh, we'll be back uh, with you next week. So for uh, Jordan, Jimmy, and Ryan, I'm Dan. This has been Living Off the Land, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye.